live from on top of a Nintendo GameCube. It's Super Gamecast 2. That's like the sturdiest console you could be on top of. It is. So It really is. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm thrilled. Hi, my name is Aaron Reynolds. This is Super Gamecast 2. I am joined by Bronson and Derek. How are you guys doing? Um, Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, I just ate a whole big breakfast and I'm in I'm in a mocha that's four shots deep. So There you go. Yeah, I'm mid breakfast as well. <laughs> um, I woke up like uh yeah, I woke up a little more than a half hour ago. Everything's going great. I woke up at nine ten and kinda just sat there for a minute and like reevaluated where I am in the process of healing. And, oh, okay. Uh, and then was just like, well, that's a lot better than it has been all week, but fuck, that still hurts. Um, oh, that I woke sucks. up around 7, and I am currently in mid-lemonade. That so sounds amazing. 7, that is fucking early. Holy shit. What time do you go to bed? Uh, Usually, dude, I've been an old man lately. I usually fall asleep no later than 10 or 10.30. I, okay. I, I have to go old man hours uh, with my current job. The only option, I, I either have to go old man hours... Or I have to nap right after work, uh, and then can stay up a little later. So uh, anyway, that's what I was. Uh, that's what, what I want to talk about. Uh, so, hey, you know, Aaron, how I have bitched and moaned about people and that PlayStation uh, process. Yes. Uh, the the upgrading games process. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got bit by that this week. Super bad. You got bit by it, huh? I got bit by it. So what does that mean? Uh, so what that means is, hey, hey, all Odie, what up? Yeah, How you well, do? And th- and hello, John. Hello, thank you. So, <laughs> all right. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So I wanted to play the Final Fantasy VII remake DLC. That sure. like Yuffie thing, I, like. I finished the Artful Escape. I finished Psychonauts, and I was gonna go on to my PS5 to start Deathloop. And I was like, "Well, what, is there anything else that I've missed on PS5 this year?" And I was like, "Fuck! I never played that DLC. I never played the remake of that game. I hear it looks great. Um, and the then the update and the upgrade is free. The DLC is twenty dollars. So ah. I go on to the game page, and like I didn't read super thoroughly. So this is partially my fault." I will. T- I okay. will. Uh, I will give it that much. I will. I will say this is. I but I just saw a digital upgrade twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that must be the DLC thing. Right. It's not. It's the upgrade to the deluxe edition of. Oh uh, yeah. Of the, the Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So I now have a mini. I have a, now have an art book, a digital art book, and a digital soundtrack. <laughs> So Things no man can live without. Yes, that game does have good music, at least though. So I mean, hell yeah, it does. Um. So yeah. Good morning, Emily. How are you? Morning, Emily. Yeah, so good morning. Hope you're doing all right. So what ends up happening? <coughs> and I'm trying to find every possible way to up- update this game to the PS5 version because, mm-hmm. like, I go into the game and it's like, well, you can upload your saves from when you have a PS5 version. I'm like, how do I get the PS5 version? <laughs> so I so, go into, uh, sorry. so I, I figure it out. So what you have to do is go into the store and click Final Fantasy VII Remake and then hit View Products. 
and that will give you a list yeah. of Final Fantasy VII PS4, PS5, Digital Deluxe PS4, Digital Deluxe PS5, uh, free upgrade. And you click free upgrade, and then it has the fucking gall to say, okay, if you download this, you're going to need the disc to run it each time. And I'm like, yes, I know, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do that, and then I finally am able to find the Ufi DLC in which I spend $20 on that. Damn. This so process sucks. $20 for music and then $20 for Yuffie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, digital direct uh, uh, DDERS scam nowadays. Digi- oh, digital deluxe editions, yes. But, okay, so let me let me talk about this, man. Like, this is the most just convoluted process that could be easy. <laughs> and I don't know why they choose to do it this way. Versus, yeah. like, coming from the land of smart delivery, which, once again, back when they announced that, it was, we were like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was kind of seemed like, it's like, yeah, no shit, you're gonna do it that way, but then Sony uh, totally dropped the ball, and then we're like, oh, yeah, smart it, delivery, looking It is smart now. delivery, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's just, it's so, inf- like, the fact that just, like, when I buy something on Xbox, the console determines... Oh, okay. You have the you have the best hardware, so let's give you the best version. Yep. And when you don't get that for free, like Madden or Call of Duty, it specifically is labeled in giant letters that say Madden for Series S slash X, Madden for Xbox One. And I'm just like, just fuck, man. There must be something on the back end that makes this more difficult than it is, because it seems like that seems like something that feels like common sense to the consumer from the consumer's perspective. Well, I think it was more that they were not anticipating this th- being a thing for this long. I guess because like Microsoft, their whole mo was just like, well, we're gonna you know have cross you know cross everything with PC, cross mm-hmm. this, cross that, so on and so forth. So. Versus you have, uh, versus the, you know, Sony was just like, yes, everything is crossed by at launch. Mm-hmm. Which bit them Sony's in the ass. Which bit them. really had the best software, <laughs> like, for backend stuff. Dude, it's just, it, like, in this day and age, it's just killing them. It is, yeah. it's just fucking, like, like, I couldn't believe this process, this fucking nightmare process i had to mm. had to go through yeah waste twenty dollars i like, remember when like michael morales miles morales came out there was mass people playing the ps4 version oh yeah and yeah. not even knowing it because the ps5 doesn't have smart to yeah like i i almost was one of those people but but what ended up happening is like I was I was like looking at like once everything got downloaded the first day I had the console I was like let me check see what's going on in the hard drive and I noticed Miles Morales twice and one was the <laughs> PS4 version and I'm just like oh fuck okay I don't yeah. know why I don't know why you download this twice but all right yeah that's because <clears throat> then you got to go in with the PS4 version because why do you need it taking up space D- yes this this process is amazing so bad. 
It's so God. bad. It's very Sony. It's very Sony. It's just like... Like, I can't... It's... It's so, like... Like, coming from, like... Because, once again, I'm, I only really use my PS5 for exclusives. That's what, that's what its job has been this, this entire year. Yeah. Uh, so, like, coming from this, this, like, other planet where it's just like, oh, yeah, we take care of that for you. It's like, mm-hmm. what? What do you mean I fucking have to go find this myself? You know, like, it's just... Oh, God. Yeah. Um... I mm. bought my PS5 at launch, and I it has just sat for most of its life, other than, you know, being HBO, the Soprano stream machine. Um, um, but with Deathloop, I finally had a reason to use it. Which, we'll get into that. We'll get into that once we do what we've been playing. A Warzone for PS4 is so dumb, there's like 15 to 20 add-ons you need to have to play. So I've been nuts on that. That's not Sony's fault, that's Activision's fault, and the fact that that game isn't built for those old consoles. Damn. Like, I... I, so I'm gonna we're gonna get this one out of the way early because I played the beta for the new Call of Duty this weekend. Okay, me too. Um, fuck, it was bad. No, oh. holy. Oh, I didn't have it. Y'all says, tell me more about that. Fucking lord, graphical glitches. Like I had a tree just flickering in and out and disappearing. Random fucking lag spikes. Shit. So are we talking like Avengers level? Okay, not like that bad. bad. Not that bad. Okay, not that but, bad. All like, right. But still, like, I'm just, like, in the middle of a firefight and a dude teleports from lag. <laughs> it must have been luck of the draw. To be fair, I only played one match, but the match I played, there was no hiccups. Mm. And then, like, I just, once again, this tree, this was just a graphical glitch. Like, there's this map in the middle of a rainstorm, like a monsoon on D-Day, and this tree just kept teleporting in and out of existence. And I'm just like, hmm, this game's out in two months, eh? Okay. Or as hell, man. <laughs> Trees just teleport places. You don't uh, know. And it's just, it's such a bummer because, uh, it's such a bummer because, like, I like World War II games, mm-hmm. and there aren't a lot of them nowadays. And, like, I always hope for a good, historically accurate one. And it has fucking been a while. Mm. So. I think it'll be fine, man. These games come out every year. There's always polished. And on the splash screen on the beta, we see all the support teams they have working on, including Raven, which is a great team. But like, um, but like last year's one was bad. Who's the main? You know, de- Cold War. No, that game was fucking garbage. Oh, dude, I loved it. I loved. <laughs> I loved Modern Warfare. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is probably a hot take. I think the only bad Call of Duty game has been Ghosts, truthfully. Uh, d- yeah, you know what? That's not as hot a take as you would think as someone who subjects themselves to these every year. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always buy it every year. I'll be buying Vanguard. Um, <laughs> I pro- I don't buy them every year, but I rent them, at least. Mm. I I go... Yeah, this, uh, this one's developed by Sledgehammer also. So yeah, no, but, I'm I'm good. But Sledgehammer uh-huh. made uh, Advanced War. Okay, here's a hot take. I thought Advanced Warfare was one of the best Call of Duty games, and it was it, it was one of the better ones. One. It was definitely one of the better ones. Uh, but then but, I oh. think Sledgehammer also made the one that's just called World War Two, which I like as well. Had the actor Josh Duhamel, which is uh, he's so, in the Transformers movies. Okay, mm-hmm. so 
so they made Modern Warfare 3. Uh, Advanced Warfare, pretty good. Uh, World War 2. Um, they, they assisted in Modern Warfare and Black Ops Cold War. So, but they weren't the main studio. So they're, but they're the main studio on this one. And when they have been the main studio outside of Advanced Warfare, I have been like, fuck these games. So. It's funny because I really like I really like those three games, but your opinion on the Sledgehammer games not being the best is a common opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah, world. yes. Uh, like I said, I really liked Modern Warfare, like the the twenty nine the twenty nineteen uh, remaster. I was shocked at its level of quality. I was like, oh shit, Call of Duty is like good, good again. That one's excellent. Was that Infinity Ward? That was Another Infinity one? Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that one's uh, amazing. Have you watched or have you played the multiplayer like on the level shipment where it's like ten versus ten? Yep. And it's yep. just not oh, dude. carnage. That's dude, the best. Yeah, I prestiged in that game. That's the first time I prestiged oh, wow. in a Call of Duty in like a decade. Like it was it was so good. It was super Yeah, good. multiplayer in that game is fantastic. Um yeah, so uh Yeah, so that not looking forward to Vanguard like Okay. Gonna probably rent it. That beta didn't instill a whole lot of confidence. Um, and then all of Activision's other, you know, everything going on with them. everything yes. going on. Yes. I don't, I don't want to give them my money, but uh, I will uh, give Redbox my money. <laughs> I could, I could buy, I could buy the game new from someone who bought it, so I'm not directly giving my money to. Yeah, yeah, you could buy it used. <laughs> Anything to say fuck them. Right, um, right. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, we got a bunch of news to get through before the rest of what we've been playing. Uh, just my, the Call of Duty thing was a, just a, such a quick aside of, hey, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, hey, 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 guess what? All right. Uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer preview is uh, has a date. Oh. So if you so make sure you're registered. Oh, too late. We already missed the register window. So Damn. if you were not registered by uh, the 17th of September, when well, well, too sad. Or no, the 13th. Um, and then you're gonna be you'll get a thing from them that says, "Hey, you're part of the tech test on the one, the series consoles, or the PC." And that'll be going on uh, from September 24th until question mark, they say. Question mark. My favorite time. Yes. Speaking right. of Windows, uh, sorry, just on the Call of Duty thing, I saw that they expanded the open beta for the PlayStation 5 Vanguard until the 22nd. So anyone who wanted to check it out yet but hadn't gotten a chance, there's still a couple days to do so. I was Oh, I would also like to say the version I was playing was the Series X. So. Oh, is it on the Series X? I was yep. playing it on the the PS5. I thought for some reason uh, the beta was exclusive on the PS5, but was not. Was not at all. Hmm. So, gotcha. um, going forward here. So yeah, uh, hopefully next weekend. That means uh, if I am feeling a hundred percent, I'll happily stream it. If not, I'll uh, record it and throw it up in the Discord. Um, so, okay. so you can get some of that multiplayer, that A plus Bronson multiplayer footage. Sure. Uh, they are saying that this is going to be 
uh, less bot focused, more player versus player, and bigger. So okay, fine. Good. Uh, all right. So that was a minor news story getting out of the way. Uh, other minor news story getting out of the way is hey, guess what? What's up? Little Big Planet like months ago got hacked super bad. Oh, like, like the, the like. Like, like someone's fucking horrible goal was to shut down Little Big Planet. Why? Of all, Sackboy deserves this the least. I know, he's so cute. It's he's all so adorable. Smacking um, people in the lobby and shit. Once again, <laughs> I'm going to be the outlier here. I think that's hysterical. I have no love for Sackboy or Little Big I really love the second game and the Vita game. But, um, so... Anyway, uh, basically, due to the hack and the resources it would go in to, to have to go fix 1, 2, and Vita, uh, and the PS3 version of 3, uh, those are all being permanently shut down. Wow, that's uh, big, alright. But, uh, but Little Big Planet 3 on PS4 is still hanging around. Uh, a lot of people are disappointed because that was kind of like considered... Like kind of the worst one, yeah, of mm-hmm. the bunch. Uh, I'm bummed by this because the best one, the Vita one, by far uh, being shut down is a real bummer. That said, all 10 million plus community levels are still available because they carried the levels from each game over to each other. Good. So at least, at least there is that. Ugh. Wow. Why the fuck don't they make a new one of those? They are they are keeping Sackboy the character alive. I don't. It's because they're preoccupied with dreams, right? Yeah, Media Molecules funneled all their endless amounts of money into that game. It's not even any good. And and like it, well, it's already out and it's not great. But it's but like yeah, like they had that the last year Sony had that Sackboy uh fucking platformer come out that was supposedly pretty good. Like. Like I, I'm, adventure, yeah, so I remember. I'm, I remember hearing it was all right. I mean, it was developed by Sumo Digital and yeah, Asdev. Um, I heard generally good things, and Sumo Digital does have a, you know, they have a decent record. You know, they worked on, um, you know, they they ported a bunch of games. They've worked on um, the Sonic Racing games. They worked on, uh, you know, Snake Pass. They worked mm-hmm. on. Um, uh, God, Crackdown 3. So they have a decent-ish record. Um, so, yeah, no, like, there were. I guess they're just working on Dreams. Right, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because uh, I'm thinking, like, where you go with Little Big Planet, it's, like, it's platformer, and then you'd, like, take a, a Scribblenauts approach where you create to solve a puzzle or something. Like, I don't... I mean... If you're, I mean, if you're just going to give me another platformer, I don't know. Yeah. I think that Dreams is without a doubt a disaster, considering the amount of time and money they spent on that game, and Sony has shuttered so many studios that haven't deserved it, including Gorilla Cambridge that made the Vita-beloved Killzone Mercenary, so I think Media Molecule's time needs to be up. Or they need I, to I, I don't think they need to be up, I just think they just need to put, on a, put out a new game, because yeah, Sony, um, Sony is really focusing on like the biggest of the big studios. Which I think is a mistake. Uh, I think it's a big, big mistake, especially compared to what their competitor is doing. Because you you look over at like 
You know, Aaron and I have had this discussion a million times on the podcast of yeah. where you look up PlayStation Studios, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the list of PlayStation Studios. Um, Insomniac Games. Okay, we're done. Um, no, uh, <coughs> though, fuck, it feels like it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have Insomniac. They're working on Spider-Man, Wolverine. Housemark just put out Returnal. Gorilla is working on Horizon. Bend hasn't said what their new project is. Astabi is the Astros Playroom. London Studios used to be SingStar. I have no idea what the fuck they're working on right now. Probably well, they just do VR stuff now. Like Everyone you? says like they're a VR studio now. So there's that. Uh, Media Molecule, which we don't we don't know what their next project is. They're still working on Dreams. Naughty Dog is working on Bum Fights, the video game. I mean Factions. Um, <laughs> uh, San Diego Studio is now multi-plat because all they do is baseball. Santa Monica is God of War. Polyphony Digital is Gran Turismo. Pixel Opus is Concrete Genie. Sucker Punch is Ghost of Tsushima. And XDev is kind of like their indie studio reach-out program. Yeah. And what looking at this, what this tells me is... Outside of, like, Returnal and Media Molecule, they are all about, we are the blockbuster studio. Mm-hmm. We we want to be, like, like, you know how, like, Apple TV doesn't put out a whole lot of shows, but, like, almost all of them are, like, nominated for awards and bullshit? Sure. That is very much the vibe I get from this Sony studio slate. Right. You know, like, like they want whatever they put out in any given year to be a game of the year contender. Right. Versus I look at the Xbox Studios list and I'm like, fucking Double Fine, Ninja Theory, In Exile, Compulsion, Undead Labs. Bethesda. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a different (laughs) fucking... (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a that's a bigger animal on its own. But like you you look at all this and you're just like Microsoft is very okay with publishing a bunch of sevens and eights if they're cool as fuck ideas. Um hmm. which doesn't seem like Sony style anymore, which is a shame because I think that's what made the PS two and the PSP and the PS three such fucking awesome consoles. Sure. Um, I, uh, I think there is certainly value uh, to be found in Xbox's strategy. But I understand from, at least from like a marketing perspective of having like a more blockbuster approach. Well, yeah, uh, th- th- these these investment, these are fucking $200 million investments, right? Yeah. But go on, sorry. I mean, you know, like I get where they're going. Like, I think both of these are are pretty valid. It's just that I feel like Sony's bets are bigger. They are bigger bets. They're, uh, they're, they're sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. So Microsoft is going, you know, not putting as much like they're they're doing a lot with Bethesda and they have some first party titles, but they understand that they're strength is just would be better suited towards like they have their, their big titles. They're you know, however many, not very much, especially Halo, compared to Sony. Halo, Gears, Forza. I was gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say Hail Mary games, which like, yeah, sure. 
Um, um, but uh, but then they have just a bunch of smaller uh, teams going out and making stuff and trying to open up their platforms so a bunch of people can just release their stuff. And uh, I think that I think that is a more sound strategy. I think it's a safer strategy, and uh, the chance of success I think is greater. But also Sony, yeah, I, I don't know. That's what makes this this competition so fascinating, and what's made the slow beginning of this generation so frustrating is that. I find both of these strategies to be pretty good. It's just that Sony's a little bit more risky in my mind. I know the conversation is that Xbox is is not the conventional route. So I, I think that Xbox has the this um, uh, um, you know a, a Xbox has this this stigma from last generation. Yeah, and then I think Sony is just. Look, it's way easier to come out, you know, I think if anything that that last Sony showcase showed us is people don't give a fuck if you show gameplay, uh, for one. Yeah, I mean, we've known that for a while, I but, like, among us, it's gameplay, like, 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 mean, like, we do. We yeah, do, but, 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 like, I cannot tell you how many people in my feed were like, a Wolverine game! And fucking, like, I'm just like, which, you They know. show nothing! yeah. Yeah, I which... will say though they did such a good job with Spider-Man game. I don't have any worries about the Wolverine game being cool. True, but that's you know thing. nothing about it. Sure, that's but the that's the part where I get fucking you know my Jimmy's rustled. I, I don't I don't think the the excitement is unwarranted, but I I also am not seeing the the type of energy that's on your feed. Uh, um, maybe it's way more than I would give it. Uh, but like it's Insomniac. Doing Wolverine, which you know, I think about X Men or Wolverine Origins, that video game, all the time, and like Insomniac yes, having a, that, that approach to that game mm -hmm. would be fucking awesome. Yes, we haven't seen it. It could probably be dog shit or whatever. Right, but, right. Like, th and that's my thing. It's like, why are you showing something that's like coming out in twenty twenty four? They didn't need to show this at all. Like that. It's that's like the, they, yeah. That's the big thing. And then it's like, like when they showed God of War Ragnarok, like a year, it's like the logo. Ago. They showed it's, the it's like logo. We know it's coming. It's like we know it's coming. We know like, it was off. successful. What are you yeah, doing? We know it's coming. You don't need to I, do I that. It. Just it's so it's it's so frustrating. Yeah. So my, my uh, only beef with the Wolverine game is I know it's not going to be like a brutal M-rated badass game like Origins was because that game was fucking awesome. Made John, by Raven, one of the support teams for John, COD. John, John in right. chat. Uh, Microsoft is a bit smarter, in my opinion. Well, it's yeah, just it smarter, sure. it, it's just like I I think this year has been a perfect example of what's happening here. Where it's like when I turn on my PS5. I am getting a fucking, like, 5 out of 5 experience that is well-crafted, looks beautiful, runs great, all this other shit, um, you know, and, and, and it's true, like, the like that game, that one game that I have played this year, because it's, sorry, Returnal, but, like, your roguelite and a horror game, not for me. Yeah, um, I didn't like it either. Um, but, like, Ratchet and Clank is like my front runner for a game of the year right now mm -hmm. like like straight up and, and like you know same with last year with miles morales like miles morales i platinumed it in a week right yeah. really good um um and, and like it's not and not only did i platinum it in a week i fucking uh and then demon souls i put a whole bunch of time into 
You know, mm-hmm. like, and, like, that was a fucking amazing experience. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to say very positive things about Deathloop in a minute, you know, in, like, the next hour or so. Not as positive as you might think, but we'll um, get into that. Yeah. Shame, Returnal is very well put together. It's, yeah, I just don't give a shit about horror games or roguelites, and they and they made a horror roguelite. Right. I don't yeah. give a shit about roguelites, and I especially don't give a shit about a 1080p roguelite on a current-gen console. Huh. Um, the game would run 1080p. So, oh. so yeah, like, right. and like we don't know. Like, Sucker Punch is probably working on Ghost of Tsushima two. Naughty Dog is probably doing another Uncharted or another Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I heard that Naughty Dog is is sort of having uh, uh and- San Diego. I think San Diego studio opened up like a second studio, mm-hmm. and they're gonna work on Uncharted. And I think Naughty Dog's probably going to do a damn Last of Us 3, which we don't need. But... I'm curious <laughs> what you would do for a Last of Us 3. I don't... I don't need two. It doesn't change the fact that I love the game. I, yeah, I had a good time playing two. I was, Thomas and I both uh, both really enjoyed it last year when we gave it the... We did a review and a spoiler cast. Are, are you Team Abby or Team uh, Ellie? I am Team Ellie 110%. Uh, I'm Team Abby, 110. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but then like m- the fact that Microsoft bought Bethesda is such a power move, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's such a like, like you you look at this and you're like, that means they're getting Starfield, you know, which is Elder Scrolls in space. You know, you're getting Elder Scrolls, you're getting Doom, you're getting fucking. Eventually, you're gonna get Deathloop because it's you know timed exclusive, and I then love a new Quake game. I, I hold your breath no, and wait for the heat <laughs> death of the universe. <laughs> All um, right, and then like Ghostwire, I guarantee you will end up going multiplat. <laughs> All this stuff is gonna end up on Xbox, and then like, and then they've the amount of salt. About Starfield being a fucking exclusive. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my lord. I love it. Like, I had fucking people in my Facebook feed being like, the way Microsoft is just paying for exclusives is scummy. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, the whole reason Spider Man is exclusive is because they own Sony Bot Insomniac, right? Right. They went out and they bought these studios. They just didn't fucking farm them up out of nowhere. Yeah. Tony got a good deal on Insomniac, if I remember correctly. They, they got a fucking amazing deal. Which is not a lot for Sony. Speaking of acquisition costs, I don't remember the... Was it like $7 billion for Bethesda? $7 billion with a B for Bethesda. I, like, I think Xbox buying Bethesda was really cool. I love that, actually. But I do think it's fucking wild that... Microsoft paid more money for Bethesda than Disney paid for Star Wars. I do think that's I I mean, think about, like, think about how much money fucking Elder Scrolls 6 is gonna make, though. Between Elder Scrolls and Fallout, like, there is money there. I'm not saying it's a bad buy. I'm just saying the fact that Bethesda costs more than Star Wars. I I, I, scratch your head. I'm like, whoa. Do you think this is because, like, well, I don't know. I was gonna say because video games. Video games are people pay like three times more than than movies or something. But like you know, Star Wars is video games. Star Wars, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird, especially weird because like Bethesda is like stumbling backwards at the moment and is yeah, trying to true. regain its footing. Uh, so like off the heels of Fallout 76 and like like yeah. mobile games they put out and shit like that. Like I I, it, I understand. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have paid as that much, but it it helps. It does help though that Deathloop is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, funny because Bethesda said they developed Fallout seventy six, but the quality of that game, you know, they didn't make it. So they, just, they had a different <laughs> studio made that game, dude. I, I, I think they made it. I just think they rushed it. Yeah, there was something, something, something about the the development process there. I don't know what happened, and but yeah, they were paying more for the Elder Scrolls and Fallout properties than they were yeah. necessarily even for the studio. Also, exactly. just think for a company like Microsoft, seven billion is probably that's change, that's which yeah, is fucking yep. crazy. That like, <laughs> like fucking the head of Microsoft got like, huh? That's a little. That's a bit of a blip for this quarter. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, that seems like a lot, and then you show the Elder Scrolls and Fallout money over the past decade or two, and you're like, oh, oh. okay. And then also throw in Doom and whatever you know the other ones make. Yep. Personal um, opinion: Do you guys prefer Fallout or Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls, I think. I'm also prefer Elder Scrolls, so that's cool. We're all in agreement. It's just I don't know. I, I have some some Fallout friends. Uh, they they played Fallout 76 for a time, and they wanted me to play, but I had a PS4. So even if I even if I enjoyed what the game was, like it was a laggy, chuggy mess. Um, I just tried. I've I've tried with Fallout multiple times. Uh, and I, I just I forced myself to back, back when back in the day when we were very new at this. I fi- I forced myself to finish Fallout Three so I could understand why people liked it, and it just made me hate it even more. Yeah. See, I liked Three, and truthfully, the best Fallout game isn't even made by Bethesda. It's New Vegas. It's New Vegas. It's new, everyone agrees it's New Vegas. But, yeah. Um, but. Compared to Elder Scrolls, I think it's it doesn't do as much for me. Definitely not. I I think I think a you know there there are a lot there's a lot of merit to the way Elder Scrolls combat is done is not great. If they would spent this next iteration trying to revamp that, uh, like I think the adventure of going through fantasy lands and first person dragon fighting with lightning hands like that's just going to trump anything fallout does in my mind oh yeah definitely and the, the vats targeting system in fallout is pretty abysmal as well sure I, I i find it neat for someone who's just lazy and i'm like i don't want to actually shoot well at this moment let's just see if we could just automatic headshot this and get yeah. this over with. i really like the lore of fallout in spite mm. of the fact that the game plays like shit. Uh, New Vegas is number one, says John in the chat. Yeah. As much yep. as I like Fallout, Elder Scrolls is just massive lore haven and very fun. Um, mm. I really liked Oblivion, man. That's all I can really say in regards to that. It's a good game. Like, I, I, I tried to play Oblivion and then got lost. I couldn't find where the main quest was and left. That was before I was doing reviews for video games where I was expected to know how to play a video game. Um, <laughs> and then, and then Oblivion came out, or uh, no, uh, then Skyrim came out, and God, I I had a great time with that game. We played uh, the stupid version of that game. We played the PS3 version. We oh, did. Yeah, everyone's because... saves get deleted, right? No, but if your PS3? save got 
if your save so until they patched it, if your save got to a certain size, it would cause the game to freeze and fuck up and hitch up and stuff. That's right. I knew there was something weird with the save on the PS3. Version. Um, and then it just looked worse, no ran worse, had more glitches. Oh shit! Parker with the sub, and he says penis, penis, penis. <laughs> Um, I say Parker, you say penis. Penis. Parker, penis. I mean, you know, yeah. Looking forward to that. And he's like, sorry, Peter, I guess we're still losing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Skyrim is overrated, says John. I agree. I, 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 again, we, we've had this we've had this conversation before i think at the time it was fantastic it was perfect for the moment uh i i, I have my game of the year list from that year and yeah. it did not make that top 10 that year you're ridiculous let me tell so, you i'll tell you <laughs> what was your what was your 10 of that year all right here's my top 10 games of 2011 if you ever want to encapsulate my taste from a decade ago this was pretty spot on uh, number 10, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That'd be higher today. That'd be a lot higher. Yeah, I was gonna say, huh? Got that uh, low for you. Shadows of the Damned. <laughs> uh, Shadows of the... Okay, I don't... Mm, Alright, uh, sure. Uh, Resistance 3. Uh, that is low for you. I know. Saints Row 3. Okay. Wow, that was a Saints Row the third year. Uh, you, know, you, you damn well know it was. Um... Look, man. Alright. Um... Uh, Fucking uh, Dance Central 2. Sure, yeah. Uh, Yakuza 4. Okay. Batman. That was before your big Yakuza craze. Yeah, that was that was when me and Anthony were like reading Famitsu, being like, please come to America. <laughs> like, please bring the fifth game here, sir. And then Sega being like, I don't know, it doesn't make much money. And me and like, <laughs> Anthony being like, it won't cost that much to translate. Um, yeah. No. Th- then Yakuza Zero caused the franchise to blow up huge in the West. Anyway, uh, Batman: Arkham City. Um, Unch- yeah. Uncharted Three. That was a hell of a year. Portal Two. And my yep. game of the year, 2011, was Catherine. Oh, yeah, okay. I can see how even that year. You got that a, you got a great happen. list there. I think for me, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom will be number one. That's still one of my most favorite oh, games of all dude, time. Dude, it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's fucking dude. I have the Steelbook still. Dude, go watch the Evo matches of that game any year. It's always good. Uh, controversial opinion: The Batman games are reskinned Assassin's Creed with way uh... better controls. And yeah. way, 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 way better combat. And that's and those two things make a big difference. Skyrim is still less overrated than Halo Reach. Nine, oh, okay. Um, what? What's overrated about Halo Reach? Halo Reach is a great game. So, yeah. yeah. Not I, my favorite campaign, like a solid campaign, but the multiplayer was fucking great. Parker's a big ODST person. I'm wondering if that plays into this. Um, ODST story's awesome, man. Like, it's got, like that kind of dreadful vibe you'd expect in a horror game, and it's kind mm. of, like, mysterious, and, you know, it's a little bit somber. I, I recently replayed all these Halo games, so, yeah, I loved ODST. Yeah, I had a great time with ODST. Um, you know, um, alright, so, I mean, here's your, but yes, I am a campaign guy. 
Like, I like how in ODST, like, who you were didn't matter. Like, you didn't know anything about your guy. You were just a guy. Like, you were just in the a rookie. world. It was kind of cool. Um, so. And Nathan Fillion in that game, man. Sorry, I just got to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> man, I had a good time with <laughs> So, um, so yeah, like, I, I've, I have had, and I, I, even the purchase of Skyrim for me, I, it was funny because mm. I didn't buy Skyrim day one. Um, what what happened with Skyrim day one is you want know, a game also came out that day was mm. the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. Oh yeah, Anthony and I went to go purchase these at like right when the GameStop opened. There was a massive line. Anthony gets his copy of uh, Skyrim, and I get to the front of the line like Xbox or PlayStation. I'm like, uh. Actually, I'm looking for. It just came out today, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection for PS3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This entire assembly line breaks. They are just built to sell Skyrim that day, <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> Call of Duty happened on Tuesday. Skyrim is here today. Um, you know, like, and I'm just here, like, no, I came here for the other new release. And the the girl gets off the register, goes to find it. She can't find it. She calls the other girl off the register. She can't find it. But, mm. like, it's obviously here because, you know, new release and everything. So then the manager is just handling all the transactions. But then he gets pulled off of it. So now no employees are selling Skyrim, and all three of them are just looking for this copy of Metal Gear. <laughs> and what ends up happening is they find it, they sell it to me, and that is how Anthony and I accidentally trolled the line. <laughs> that's I love uh, that though, man. That's a great story. <laughs> that's really funny because I remember because the best part we went to, we had something similar except we didn't break anything. But it's weird because the game I think we were interrupting was like GTA Five, uh, and we were like, "We want the new Pokemon game." That's what we're here for. All right, bye. Oh, Lord, that's funny. But they had it like they they were prepared again. Best Buy on their shit. They've been on their shit for a while. Yes, that they they are good. Of what exactly? In well, because I like I remember like over a decade ago, like there was talk of Best Buy going bankrupt and like, oh, they yes, just weren't on their shit. And like the last, honestly, the last decade of me buying video games, like Best Buy has been on it. Yes, the the, the pandemic year is what really turned me on to Best Buy. They, right. they, they were fucking Turns here. Pick up, dude. Yeah. The best. I will say, though, my last two physical pre-orders, including my deluxe edition at Deathloop, have been delayed from Best Buy. So uh, the last yeah, one was they... Ratchet and Clank, which I didn't care for anyway. I ended up buying at GameStop for more money because I didn't have, like, rewards or something. But... They, uh, they ended up having to delay my Zelda amiibo from last month. But Damn. I ended up getting it, so. As long uh, as you're getting it. Leads for you and your Zelda amiibo. <laughs> no, was it was it Zelda or Link? It was it was Zelda and a Loftwing. Um, yeah, so... dump truck ass. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Any news on Infinite Flights? Not that I care. I just want to make sure it's <laughs> positivity um, in the chat from Parker. Yes, uh, the next flight starts the twenty fourth. Keep an eye on your Halo waypoint. Make sure you are all registered before September 13th. So, uh, next news story. 
September 13th? Yep. Well, all right. So if you weren't registered already like before, then too bad, so sad. Yeah. So EA adds skate.real to skate and launches today. Damn right. Uh, Or today of the news story. Today as when the article came up. So so the thing about skate that's fun is, is taking clips of your skating and putting them online, editing them up and putting them online. And uh, now they have a place to do that. They're, they opened up a discord for this, for the skate games. And there's just a huge community in there uh, that has been going nuts and talking about games. And there's a skate Two channel where everyone just asks where's skate Two and no one answers. Um, I always check every once in a while to see if they do answer and they don't, they never do. They have a skate it channel, but they uh, anyway, uh, so tons of people doing stuff in here, uh, and they've been, you know, sharing clips just independently, but it used to be that you could have a place where you could upload your clips. And so while they're working on developing the new skate, they have skate reel where you can upload all your, uh, skate clips and do fun stuff with that. It's a small story really, but just like, man, I'm just happy to see skate I- beginning to thrive again. Nature is healing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sign in, but then, yeah, you submit uh, clips and then uh, the skate channel or I want to say like EA something. Uh, so, some corporate account will like retweet it if it's good enough. You know, fun stuff like that. Have you That's done something cool. sick to yeah. where it's been on there? Uh, if I have, it's not saved anymore. There was one. Uh, although this, I might be confusing this with a skater XL clip where I like did this big jump and I crashed and bounced and then my my character fell on a bench and was like sitting on it like on a bench. Um, mm-hmm. Dumb stuff like that. Uh, it'll be fun to see what people put out. I don't know. The, the thing about the skate games is it opens up an avenue for creativity. And uh, uh, so and, and we, got, we have a long wait until... Yeah, we have a long wait until the remake of skate they just remind us over and over again like their last trailer thing that they showed was like here's our guy doing stuff in mocap this game isn't fucking close to done so uh, let's see i want to skate 3 remake really bad well if you have an xbox series x it does upscale to 4k it upscales skate 3 to 4k and it plays well i will yeah, say I played it not that long ago played I, I thought it ran pretty well it does uh the one thing is uh the instant game reboot feature of the xbox i found that you know if you if you go away for a bit and then you come back uh for some reason something so the first time i did it the first when i first got the xbox it just wouldn't work it would start up at the beginning it's like well shit i guess this is a older game can't quite handle that i don't know so i accepted it so uh last time i tried it it is working now except it speeds all your gameplay like way fast like two or three times and so you try to put in button combos and you're just on permanent fast forwards like this is fucking unplayable i don't know what's happening so but otherwise yes the game runs perfectly fine and is still a good skate game um all right and speed astro dragon's dogma they did release that on ps4 they did a PS4 version. You can go. I think I played that recently. Maybe and they also did a Microsoft Windows and Switch version. Nice. So, yeah, the most recent release was Switch two years ago, then PS4 in 2017. Mm. So there you go. 
Um, all right. So, hey, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm about to act. <laughs> all right. So, I uh, hey, PS or not PS. Uh, I, Apple had an event this week. It's their big yearly hullabaloo where they mm. show you things you should be happy or disappointed about. Okay. So, uh, they opened up with an en- new entry level iPad. So this is like, hey, you 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 need their entry level tablet. Either you you're getting new and you're into new drawing. You're you just need an affordable iPad that does everything. Uh, they put a new chip in it, put a better camera in it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's apparently three times faster than a Chromebook and six times faster than the best selling Android tablets. Okay. Um, you can make calls from it uh, via Wi-Fi. Uh, starts at three hundred thirty dollars, but if you're an educational user, it goes down to three hundred. Okay. <clears throat> uh, new iPad Mini. They have switched over to the new iPad Air slash iPad Pro, more rounded, and current iPhone more rounded displays. Added Wi-Fi calling. Added an eighty percent better GPU, forty percent faster CPU. New 12 megapixel camera uh, and dynamic FaceTime calling, and it starts at 500 bucks now on sale. Huh. Um, All right. This is the thing I'm going to be buying out of this. Uh, they updated the Apple Watch. I am. Ooh. I'm going to be honest. If they were not doing an update this year, I would have just bought a six. But since they are, I'm going to get the newest thing. So I've been monitoring my health better recently, and. Uh, this thing is an oxygen tracker, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I was completely underwhelmed, disappointed. Same shit, different color. <laughs> says John. <laughs> uh, so uh, slimmer bezels, so more screen on the same real estate. Seventy percent b- brighter with an always-on display. Uh, full access to a full keyboard on the twenty percent larger screen. Um, and then the size has been up, bumped up from 40 millimeter to 41 and 44 to 45, uh, starts at, starts at, um, $400 and comes out this fall. No solid date on this one. Hmm. I'm actually still trying to choose between black and red. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I basically just want. The O2 tracker and some of the other fitness stuff that my old one doesn't have. So Right, right. Uh, <laughs> iPhone 13 and 13 mini. Um, newest chip, new GPU, faster, uh, new 12 megapixel wide angle camera, and, 50, and a 50% better sensor, ultra wide edition, ultra wide angle support added. Basically, they put the camera from a 12 Pro into a 13. Um, okay. And pricing is the same as last year. As for the Pro, uh, the Pro, uh, the 13 Pro and Pro Max, uh, they now have a 120 hertz display. If you... I didn't about that. I just don't game on my phone, really. So... Sure. This, to me, is just like... And... I don't either, but I think that it'll still just be an improvement for the overall look of the screen, and it might be noticeable for watching videos. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, so, 
I'm not going to say no to 120 hertz, I guess is what I'm yeah, trying to Yeah, say. my concern is, <laughs> sure. like, can I turn it off to save battery is the question. Um, mm-hmm. Which they probably will. So they it's seem good. to have a setting for everything, so maybe. Um, it's going to be brighter, uh, hitting a thousand nit brightness, and the notch. This this next few this this is truly a a tickier versus a talkier because of this exact reason. Okay. One of their talking points is this notch. Everyone see it? We yes. It's twenty percent smaller. Uh, wow. The notch Fuck. doesn't bother me at all. Didn't hasn't bothered me since the ten. Don't, I don't yeah. Everyone talks about how Samsung has a hole a punch. I'm like, yeah, but their front facing camera sucks. <laughs> so Um Alright, so I don't yeah, I don't get it. They have made a lot of low-light improvements to the camera, which is really cool, and apparently you can film in Dolby Vision now, which I thought was pretty... Yeah, so that's a cinematic mode, shift to focus, adds ability to change focus after you shot a video, Uh, creates a depth map while recording, uh, which is ProRes 4K30, uh, and then also battery life improvements of about two two, two and a half hours. Same price as last year. This just like it, you. I remember back like when they do like iPhone updates, like every year it was just like holy shit. Th- mm-hmm. th- this like as someone who has a 12 Pro Max, like I feel no need to upgrade at all to this. <laughs> like like zero need. Okay. Like, like yep. Okay, this all exists. Like uh, we were talking about a little bit before the show. The main reason I'm upgrading is just because hard to believe, but I'm all but out of space in my 256, so I'm really looking forward to getting the one terabyte. Yeah, like, I'm not even, th- I'm not there even with lossless music, like, uh, let me see how my storage right now, like, it's fucking probably, probably burn maybe half of my 256, if that. Um, oh, fuck, not even half, dude. And I have, uh, and, like, because all I have on here is, like, pictures I take with the phone, so I don't have those massive photos you have. And then, yes, I all my audio is lossless, but even then, that's only, like, 80 gigs. So, like... Since eh. I have 5.27 gigs left on my... T- Jesus. I don't know. This is This seemed like a pretty underwhelming year for this presentation. Like, I, I, the, the entry-level stuff is cool. Like, updating the entry-level iPad to actually be competitive is neat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Didn't they already kind of have a pretty inexpensive iPad? Yeah, like, but, th- but this is... Like, 329 or something? Right, but now this is that same thing, but even better. Oh, cool. So, you know. Right on. Their $330 iPad is now more com- is even more competitive than it already was. Um... That's a great price for an iPad. Honestly. Yeah, like, if you just need a fucking tablet and, like, basic computing, it's real hard to argue with uh, 330 bucks. Yeah, no, I mean, um, that's a great deal. Not gonna lie, it's kind of cool, says John. So, yeah. So, yeah, like, the... I Like, if you already have, like, last year, even two years ago's devices, and, like, unless you have a very specific reason to upgrade... I see no reason to make the move to any of these. 
Like, unless there's a feature that, like, like, okay, so let's say you have an Apple Watch Series 4, and you really want an always-on display, then yeah, okay, you might want to get the new one. But, like, overall, like, no glucose monitor in the, the watch, uh, which is what people have been wanting for a while now. You know, the, the phone didn't have some crazy update or removal of the notch. You know, like, like yeah, the, the most... And honestly, the most interesting thing here is, like, man, that entry-level iPad... Like that is fucking super competitive. Sure, it's basically like a great Christmas, a guaranteed to be a great Christmas script this holiday season. Yeah, like that's like, oh yeah, dude, three hundred, three hundred thirty dollars, and you have like for the average person a pretty good laptop replacement. Fuck mm. yeah, dude. That's uh. I was gonna say the fact that my Series Four Apple Watch does not have an always-on display is why I will never replace it. You can turn because that I off. Don't. You know that, right? Yeah, but it's already off. <laughs> I, I I actually would prefer it to be always on, so that's that's why I'm uh, kind of down with this. So sure. Any, anyway, so we got um we got news from Blizzard. All right. So they've done a bunch of positive shit in World of Warcraft recently, mm. and all their other games, but that doesn't fucking matter. Because Activision Blizzard employees are filing an NLRB suit uh, accusing the company of union-busting intimidation. Great. Uh, it just, is there. Good. Uh, so, in a press release sent out by the group today, ABK workers and CWA accuse Activision Blizzard of using coercive tactics to attempt to prevent its employees from exercising their right to stand together and demand a more equitable, sustainable, and diverse workplace. As their right as workers to organize work environment free from abuse, discrimination, sexual harassment, and this right is protected by federal labor law. The complaint itself alleges they have threatened employees, told them they cannot discuss wages or work conditions, maintain an overly broad social media policy, and then engage in surveillance and enforce policy against employees in a protected... Uh, uh, concerted activity. One anonymous employee told Vice that some of the more outspoken employees at the company recently had been told their work performance was not up to standard, despite it being good previously. Another company said, another said the company had been recently hemorrhaging people in the wake of the lawsuit. Said lawsuit was filed by the California Department for Boy Culture. We already, we already know all about that. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, cry against company work culture. Uh, made things to address the issue, hiring uh, Mike Ybarra from Microsoft and Jen O'Neill, and then just today hiring former Disney VP Julie Hodges as its chief people officer. Um, though the company has not meaningfully addressed its published demands, which include new recruiting, hiring, interviewing, and promotion policies, public representative data on employee compensation, a third-party audit of the company's HR process, an executive staff, and an enforced an end of forced arbitration. Hmm. Um. So those all seem like pretty reasonable demands. Yeah. Like none of it's really regarding pay. Not gonna lie, the mini is kind of cool. Sorry, I missed that comment. Um. <laughs> the mini is cool. It is. Uh. But so let's let's go through the demands real quick. New recruiting, hiring, interviewing, and promotion policies. 
Considering you just had a massive wave of sex pests, that makes sense. Yep. Publication of representative data on employee compensation. That should always be open. Uh, any company that does not want to show uh, what you earn is fucking you. Yep. They're fucking you. I know mm-hmm. exactly how much my coworkers make and how much we all bonus. And if a company doesn't show this, they are fucking you, and you should grill them on it. Yep. Period. Same thing with your contract. If you are an independent contractor, fucking grill them on it. Um, so, that's, uh, that's that. Um, alright, so, uh, going for so, uh, a third-party audit of the company's HR process, that should be going through already. After this harassment suite, that should be going through already. Um, and executive staff, and an end to forced arbitration also should be going through already. None mm-hmm. of these are like crazy. Nope. Um, uh. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. They seem like good good things to do to change your company for the better. Seems like the kind of thing you really need to make happen. So that people can feel safe and work, just work on the games that they want to work on, you know. Like, I don't understand why this is. Let's see. It's clear these Blizzard employees hate America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so look at how much they hate America with these demands. With with the demand of there's been sexual harassment here for at least a decade. <laughs> we should maybe have someone look into that. <laughs> Such a fucking uh, outlandish demand! God damn it! Yeah. yeah. How dare they not conform to traditional corporate norm? <laughs> uh, like just yeah, like in my old job, they didn't fucking. They were like, "Don't report what your bonus increase was," and I was just like, "Why the fuck not?" I'm like, "I'm gonna tell everybody in this office what it was." <laughs> Especially when you say that. Yeah, like uh. See, I was going to just kind of keep it to myself, but you said that, so now I'm going to tell everyone in this office what it is. I wasn't going to make it a big deal, and then you made it known to me that it would be a big deal. Uh, I was just, I just thought this was, I thought everyone was getting a $2 raise. But now that I know that someone's not, I'm going to find out who and why. Right. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah, no, th- dude, it's just it's wild. Wow. Yeah. And like I'm the, glad they're improving the game. <laughs> yeah, yes. I am glad they are doing that too. I actually have had some guildies hop back onto classic with the newest badge. I'm not surprised. Um yeah, yeah no. I posted that Asmund video from the newest patch. Apparently it's unbelievably hard. It's unbelievably oh. hard is what they're telling me. I I I think that's what the classic group wants. Yeah, like like Asmund Gold said McConnell's died, like, someone said McConnell's been died every poll, kick him from the raid, and then his response is, getting kicked from the raid at this point would not be a punishment. It'd be just like, <laughs> oh, sweet death, release me. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, let's see. Fun fact, disclosure of pay is not a fireable offense, even so it's called right-to-work states. Yeah, I'm very familiar with those. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. So dumb. Fucking no. Once Man. again, once again, tell everybody. 
fucking let what your pay no is. Let what your bonuses are. Fucking let everybody know and find out who on your squad is getting fucked. Um, if you're running your business right, like that, it makes sense why someone would be would be paid more for certain duties over someone who has less duties. Like if you're upfront about it, like you don't need to be yeah, yes. all secretive. The only people who are being secretive who are they're either you know conforming to a norm that they grew up in, or they're like the person that ran that business at that time, which is they're fucking you. Yeah, so, so, look, seniority. Look, seniority and more responsibility. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I understand. But otherwise, let's see, if you get fired and they don't give a reason, you can assume discrimination and sue. Uh, yeah, that's a tall order. I will say that didn't work for me with AT&T. Oh. <laughs> but I did get a fucking shitload of back pay and other bullshit, so, you know. Uh, <sighs> yeah. But AT&T fired so many people that the unemployment office, if you just said their name, they'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> fuck that's how bad it was dude that sounds bad yeah uh yeah so no that was that was actually probably one of my favorite stories of just like getting a call from the employment office and i'm like yeah i came into the building one day and they said i swear on a call i never did i asked for the recording they said they didn't have it and they're like yeah it sounds about right all right cool you'll get it next amazing week. amazing <laughs> that's just wow like, I just love, like, I love when the fucking, it's so bad that the the unemployment guy or girl is just like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they're, being, they're <laughs> fucking you. All right. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, okay, so, uh, last piece of news we have is, uh, is fairly positive, so. Yay. I've talked, uh, well, actually second to last because of the GameCube stuff. Um, oh, third to last Final Fantasy stuff. We'll yes. save the MMO stuff for last, though. Okay. We got World of Warcraft stuff to throw on as well. Cool. Um, so, hey, Sony finally put out a fucking interface update. Yes. All right. It's still bad. Vertical All right. right but yes, it's it's better. It's still bad, but it's better. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. Sounds like the corp has an agreement with various state labor departments. Probably, I wouldn't put it past them. Sure. Um, I mean, like fucking megacorp got a megacorp. Yeah. Um, so they officially added the SSD support, so that's no longer in beta. Uh, you can go look up a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of fucking SSDs with built-in heat sinks to do that. It's still funny that their process is more both a more expensive and b harder to do than their competitor. It makes me laugh every time I see it. Nice. Yeah. Just. God. Yeah. Just here, you have to pop this thing off, unscrew all this, just to put in a drive that's more expensive because we make you have a heat sink. <laughs> um. Fun times. So, um, all right. So they've so they've added UI enhancements. So you can cu- control the, you can customize the control center now, and rearrange icons and controls. So if you're like me and you don't use Spotify on your PlayStation, you can get that shit off the menu. If you're like me and you're oh, cool. never gonna use PSVR on your PlayStation, you can pull that shit off the game bar. Thank goodness. All that bull garbage. Uh. <laughs> 
Players can now easily view and write messages to friends and parties directly from game base and the control center. They don't need to fucking go over to a separate menu for that. Uh, now, okay. in the pause or resume screen, uh, you can press PlayStation Plus triangle buttons and have it repeat anything. Same thing hmm. with press PlayStation Plus R1 buttons. Uh, okay. New gaming and social customizations. PlayStation now has a resolution selector and a connection tool test for 720p or 1080p for all five of you that use PlayStation now. Um, all right, new accolade type leader. Following online match, players can award others with a fourth accolade type leader, which is visible on their icon. Okay. Automatic capture of personal best videos. So in games that have like records like um, Astrobot or Sackboy, whenever you break your record for a time or a higher score or a personal best, it will mm. record a video clip that you can post. Okay. Uh, new trophy tracker that lets you quickly access up to five trophies per game. And thank God they went back to vertical trophies. All right. That was they, much um, 3D audio support for built-in speakers, though I'm going to be honest, I play with a surround sound system 90% of the time. Yeah, me too. So this feels pointless. <laughs> but if you just have TV speakers and are tired of wearing your headphones for 3D audio, there you go. Right. Uh, they've improved remote play on the phone. And then a bunch of stability stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And still, uh, yes, people are bitching about variable refresh uh, rate support and 1440p support. Uh, because, once again, their competitor has it, but they don't. So Right. So, yeah. Imp- steps We're waiting right- for that. Step in, step in the right direction. Still not here yet. Okay. So. All right. Baby steps. The trophy yep. thing is so nice. Oh my god. Yeah. I will say one good thing about that Final Fantasy thing I did last night. Also. Okay. I had that destiny moment where I loaded in my old save into the new version. Mm-hmm. Ping, 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 <laughs> ping, ping. It's the best. It is. That's the, great. It's. You got that in Destiny, didn't you? Like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was it, a mess. It's awesome. Just <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. All right. Goddamn. Uh, all right. So, uh, hey, guess what, guys? What? The GameCube is twenty. Whoa! Oh my god! Not old enough to legally drink here in the states, but it's getting close. It is. It is. 20 years of GameCube in Japan as of this September. Uh, in America, it's in November. Yeah. Um, Old enough to s- sneak drinks to it and not get in trouble with adults. Most mm-hmm. adults. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you're about there. Uh, yeah, they're, they're curious. I get it. They're going to be out at college parties. It's, hap- it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Yeah. GameCube. You know, yeah, the GameCube. Uh, I I'm gonna start right off the bat with a banger of a memory, which is I remember X Play taking all of the consoles up to like two stories or three stories up, 
and then dropping each of them. And the PS2 and the Xbox were just obliterated by the ground. GameCube not only like was hit the ground and was intact, it could still play games. That thing was sturdy as shit. I re- so I remember seeing the GameCube in issues of Nintendo Power mm-hmm. and thinking it was the coolest fucking shit. I wanted one so bad. Um, and I want to see if I can get one for Christmas. And my parents were like, nah, but if you get straight A's and one B, I'll allow you one B on your spring report card. We'll get you one in the spring. Oh, dang. So I That's bust- pretty cool of your folks to do that. My parents were very, um, what they realized what, what motivated me is like money or incentives. Yeah, um, just, like pretty similar to be honest. Like you know, like if you just tell me it's for your future, like and good you education, I'll be like, yeah, that's cool, mom. <laughs> but if you put like here hundred dollars, if you get a straight A report card, mm-hmm. sold. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, and I remember just busting my ass to mm-hmm. fucking get that. And we already had a PS2 in the house because it was my dad's. Right. Like my dad bought a PS2 uh, because he, you know, he liked Madden. DVD player. DVD player. <laughs> like we we sold our PS1 and all our PS1 games. That yep. helped. Um, but I didn't really give a shit about anything that was on it at the time. Like 2001, the PS2, like it eventually got games at the end of the year. But I was young enough to where, like, other than Metal Gear Solid, I didn't care about any of them. Yeah, it didn't sure. launch very strong, did it? Re- no, no, it got, by the end of its first year, it did have a good lineup. It had Gran Turismo, God of War, all this other stuff. But I didn't oh, know that. about, oh, not God of War, um, Gran Turismo, yep. Final Fantasy, Devil May Cry, GTA. Like, but most of those games I didn't know about because I was, like, 11. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew about Metal Gear because I liked the first one. And I would end up renting Final Fantasy like a year and a half later and thinking it is the greatest fucking thing ever in the history of ever. Because um, <laughs> Final Fantasy X is pretty great. Not yeah, gonna lie I to you. Final Fantasy X. Um, so, so yeah, you have this thing where you have um, Final Fantasy. So, but the GameCube had fucking like I loved Super Smash Brothers as a kid. And them showing Melee. And not just showing Melee, but showing you can play as Bowser mm-hmm. and Zelda and the like these amazing graphics. Dude, I must have read that fucking July or August Nintendo Power fucking a million times with those Smash Brothers screenshots. Yeah. Uh, Sub Brawl. Super Smash Brothers Brawl was my fave. Uh, my fave now is Ultimate. I mean, Ultimate is it's, Ultimate. It earned that name. It fucking... Who? Just... just <laughs> Man, game's good. Yep, game's good. Anyway. I got so, on the GameCube pretty late, um, truthfully. That was me with the Xbox, which we'll, which we have our Xbox 20th anniversary in two months. We'll go deep in that. Oh, <laughs> that, sweet, That's going to be... That's gonna be a real old man hole for all of us, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I got fucking tons of fond memories of the OG Xbox, but um, but like I remember being super excited for 
for Melee, and I had a Nintendo Power subscription, so I was just like, oh, this Pikmin game looks great. And, like, oddly enough, Luigi's Mansion looked cool. Mm-hmm. I was, of course, a Star Wars kid, so Rogue Squadron looked cool. You know? Um, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it, it's... So, that was its launch for me, and I remember getting... I remember getting the GameCube and being able to rent games because we rented games every week in the family. While my parents rent themselves movies, I'd rent a game for myself for the weekend. And yeah. I remember fucking renting Sonic Adventure and be, like just playing the same like because I didn't. My parents just bought the GameCube. They didn't buy a memory card. They didn't buy a game. It was just the fucking system. <laughs> yeah. So I remember just over and over and over. Starting Sonic Adventure 2, starting Super Smash Brothers Melee, over and over and over again, uh, repeatedly, because I couldn't save. Mm-hmm. So, let me tell you, man, I got real good at those first, like, six levels of Sonic Adventure. Yeah, I bet. And I could go through a brawl, ca- or not brawl, a melee story campaign in record time. <laughs> <laughs> finally though what ends up happening actually about a month later it's easter and my grandmother gives me a 20 and i'm like oh i get a fucking memory card thank oh, god nice. <laughs> thank god uh i got a memory card uh and uh i was reading and i i very distinctly remember the summer of uh of the the nintendo power i got that summer because nintendo had a fucking just banger lineup. What we thought mm. was going to be a banger lineup. Because like they, they're like, here, every month, starting in August, you're getting a fucking major video game from Nintendo. Right? And I'm yep. like, like, in August, you're getting Mario Sunshine. And in fucking September, you're getting Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, this is the first one, so we didn't... I didn't know how big of a deal that would be. No one did. Like, yeah. everyone thought it was weird that it came with a memory card because of how much it would need to save. Right. Um, and then October, you're getting Star Fox Adventures and Mario Party. And then in November, you're getting Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. And just fucking hair blowing. Like, you're like, what? This is the greatest system of all fucking time. And then they're like, <laughs> and then in early next year, you're getting a Zelda game. And that, yeah. that that caused a lot of controversy because of the yeah, way it, it looked. Is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll go in more. I'll go more deep dive in that because, like, because I have a lot of fondness for the GameCube. But what what was your what was your story? You said you had a GameCube late, Derek. Yeah, um, I didn't play a whole lot on it. Um, I played Super Mario Sunshine, which I really enjoyed. Time when I revisited it recently on the Switch, I didn't. It didn't hold up like I was thinking it would, truthfully. Um, I actually thought it held up great because they fixed the fucking camera. The camera was better, but I just wasn't as enamored with it, you know. Galaxy um, does hold up way better. Yeah, Galaxy's the better game. Um, played a little bit of Metroid, that was cool. Um, and then, this is it's kind of funny because it's not even console exclusive. But I remember that when I first got a GameCube, I've always been a big Splinter Cell fan. Mm-hmm. The first game I got for my uh, GameCube was Splinter Cell. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember beating the entire game in one day on hard mode, because I used to just be super into doing that uh, with games. And also, obviously, I love playing Resident Evil 4 on it, which is 
still my most oh time, which played great on the gamecube it was the best version so, it was the best version until the wii version came out i uh, did the wii version dude the the knife the fight against krauser with the wii controller is so difficult dude yeah but every <laughs> other part of the game becomes way easier because you're just like pop 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 no it's cool. headshot it's city cool. <laughs> headshot cool. city baby um <laughs> Yeah, so my two favorite, my favorite gaming experiences are with games that are multi-plat, not GameCube specific. Funnily enough, but um, I mean, great system. The Splinter Cell one is weird, just because like it ran and looked so much better on Xbox, right? Yeah. That, that like so like anytime someone says I played Splinter Cell anywhere but an Xbox or a PC, I'm like, that's weird. But okay. <laughs> All right, I guess. I just uh, really like Splinter Cell, so oh, dude, I, for me to play it with the new controller. Oh, dude, like, Chaos Theory on the Xbox is so good. They they had it on no sale. Argument. No arguments. They had it on sale on Series X for like four dollars. I'm like, I need it now. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> but uh, about the GameCube, uh, I remember the GameCube in like those early internet days being just surrounded with arguments just it was a right. system that just for whatever reason attracted controversy <laughs> like one people arguing that as it it's too much for kids like people just mm. getting so fucking mad like games your kids look at all these kids games <laughs> doesn't have grand theft auto uh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a family-friendly machine. I but, mean, like, yeah, but... But then you cares? go play Eternal Darkness or fucking Metal Gear the Twin Snakes, and you're like, this is violent as hell. <laughs> fucking that hallway scene in Metal Gear Solid the Twin Snakes, that's like more violent than anything I ever saw on a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes just getting their arms hacked off, getting slammed against fucking walls. Fucking dude just gets fucking cut in half. Otacon's literally pissing himself. Yep. Um, like just everyone's like, it's a re like a, Twin Snakes is the the better version of Metal Gear One, by the way. Don't. Oh yeah, me. I believe that. Don't yeah. at don't at me. The Metal Gear fanboys get so mad every time I say this. Twin Snakes Metal is the Gear better game. Boys get mad about everything dude no like the metal gear fandom they're so devoted to that first one but twin snakes <laughs> literally does everything better don't at me that, like, that's a good thing like what like like voice acting yeah yeah plays better looks better i want to port so fucking bad oh my god and everyone's like but the matrix shit is dumb i'm like no the matrix shit that's the most metal gear thing they could have added to this <laughs> this is so fucking that scene where that man goes into slow motion and jumps off a rocket and shoots another rocket at a helicopter all in slow motion is the most it's metal gear thing you could have done it's fantastic shit's dope as hell um <sighs> so uh and then like fucking the zelda fights oh my fucking god i cannot sure. tell you how many times I got into an argument of it looks kitty Zelda. And I'm like, this is a game that they made that plays as good, if not better than Ocarina of time. But you're mad at it because it looks incredible. 
Hey guys, I, I hate to do this. Something came up. I'll probably have to dip out of here early in about okay. 10 minutes yeah, or so. That, just that's... putting it out there. Okay, all right. Apologies. All right, that's well, all good. We'll have to have you come in for Deathloop next week then. Um, sure. Um, which is good because then I will be able to put real time into it. Versus yeah. like, I, mean, I didn't have, I didn't have, I mean, I could talk about it for a few minutes. So. Yeah, well, we're in the middle of a fucking Correct. segment, so. <laughs> I thought I had the full three hours, man. Or not even the full three, the full two. Um, so, anyway. Um, so, yeah, like, just this fucking dumb argument that went on forever, and then it got even worse when they, like, I was excited for Twilight Princess. The game looked great. Sure. But the fucking Zelda crowd became even worse people during that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, way worse. Right. Um, so, so yeah, you have the, you have the Zelda crowd, and then I remember, like, just Nintendo just cranking out quality exclusives. Occasionally a third party would put out some great shit, but it didn't matter. Lost cause. Yeah. Like just it, it was more powerful than the PS2. Didn't matter. Nope. The Wavebird, first really good wireless controller, didn't matter. Nope. Um the the thing is though, is like the the real hindsight about that system is uh unlike a lot of PS2 games, a lot of the really great shit on the GameCube still really holds up. Sure. I, I believe that. Like uh, like a lot of the, the a lot of the real uh, real bangers on that thing, uh, absolutely. Like Metroid Prime still holds up great. Uh, you know the uh, Metroid Prime still holds up great. Freaking um, what's it called? Uh, you know like uh, like Mario Sunshine. The camera's awful, but everything else about it's still a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, you know I mean. Fuck, look at the way people treat Melee. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, Melee was huge. You know, like, uh, Rogue Squadron still holds up. Like, just mm-hmm. hella, hella games from that system. Um, of the three platforms, Nintendo's the one I'm the least attached to, so that might be why I don't have as many fun memories, or rather, most of my memories are just Pokemon games on the Game Boy and now the Switch and, you know, the DS and all that. That's mm-hmm. most of my affinity to um, sure. Smash is really fun, obviously, mm. um, and I do like Zelda a lot. But I just, I'm more, much more likely to be playing Xbox. Um, during that era for me, it was very much Xbox and GameCube. PS2, I liked it, and I liked a lot of the exclusives on it. But something about that system, I don't know. Like, it just didn't have the same just spirit that the other two had, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, like it just felt like it was just fucking missing something. I had the fat PS2, the original model, and I did not enjoy having to take it apart and vacuum out the dust every three to six months just to keep the fucking thing working. I'll tell you that. I did not. I I really... (laughs) I really... Yeah, man. Like, huge dust bunnies clogging the heat sinks. And I'd have to vacuum them out to make it work. I mean, it was it was really obnoxious. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed having to pull the part, uh, pull apart the back of the PS2 to install the modem 
to play the two online games I cared about. Yeah, that was, that was stupid too. The was... Xbox, yeah, the the the, <laughs> the Xbox just came with an Ethernet thing. The other yeah. two didn't. Um, no, yeah, we'll, like at least we'll... the Xbox peripherals were fun, like the stupid DVD thing you had to plug in and well, it came with the remote. Well, yeah, was that was cool. that was to save money. That was that yeah. was a, that was a cost saving measure on Microsoft's part. They're like, well, if they want to watch DVDs, they can pay for this thing. My <laughs> PS2 that I got at launch still works, and I never cleaned it. Yeah, see, I, I, I yeah, I still have a working PS2. I rarely cleaned it. Can't win them all. Um, yeah, I'll say most of my devices that are even like really old, pretty great. Uh, my GameCube I sold when I got a Wii. My Wii had a Coke port on, it and it still works. Oh shit. All right. So, fuck yeah. Maybe Nintendo put a little extra R&D into making those things more protected. I mean... And messy children. I mean, the Switch is the only one that's really fragile. And I understand why. It's a plastic uh, screen, though, doesn't it? To help. Yeah, it does. It, it It's yeah. just... It's still not, like... I love my Switch, but out, like... I am so paranoid I'm going to break that motherfucker. No, it does seem really fragile. Like, I've made sure to never drop it because it does seem like it would not do well on a bad drop. Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's yeah, built for something. Right, That's so... Sure. Uh, Aaron, what about you? You got anything for GameCube? Oh, you know, so, like, I was... I got an Xbox first, then a PS2, and then my brother got a GameCube. Uh, but I ended up playing a number of things on the GameCube, whether they were exclusive or multi-plat. Uh, the big ones that jumped to my mind were uh, Spider-Man 2. Fuck, and that's, uh, the pl- that's what I played it on also. Yep, it's great. I associate uh, with Spider-Man with GameCube. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Beautiful Joe. Yes! Uh, had a good time playing Beautiful Joe and Beautiful Joe 2 on the GameCube. Henshin a go-go, baby. Oh, yeah, you are a big Beautiful Joe fan. I remember I sent you that action yes. figure. Yes. It's Beautiful Joe of- is incredible. I, I, they need to make another one. Um, they made a second. They made a second, and it was really good, and then they never made a third. They Capcom's made they made Red Hot Rumble. Capcom's been No, they made two. They, so uh, oh, the, uh, do something with some point. Um, anyway, go on. And uh, Sonic Adventure DX and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Okay, yep. Um, played a lot of that. Uh, you know, yeah, I played I played a few games here and there. Melee was huge, obviously. Melee was... That was the baby. most I ever got involved in the Smash Brothers mm-hmm. craze. Was, like, staying up trying to unlock Mewtwo. Um, <laughs> and once I unlocked Mewtwo, I never played any other character ever again. Um... <laughs> Because it took so it, more than anything else, because it took so fucking long. Like I'm gonna play the shit out of this character now, if for no other reason. Okay, just, so I'm gonna tell. All right, so I I I thought of something to unlock Mewtwo that was like way easier. Okay. You set up a bot match with mm-hmm. um with no time limit mm-hmm. and no and like a ridiculous skill limit. Okay. And you just have it run while you're at school. You just turn the TV off, have the GameCube running the bot match. And then you come back, you end the match, boom, you fight Mewtwo, you unlock Mewtwo. There you go. Damn! Bronson with the exploit. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if we liked the idea of letting our console run the whole time, but, you know. 
Dude, I, so when I got a PS2, oh, this will be my last little quip, and then I, unfortunately I got a, a break away. But, mm-hmm. All right. So you didn't have a memory card when you got your GameCube. I didn't have a memory card uh, for my PS2, so I had to leave Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy on for like one to two weeks because I didn't want to lose my progress. Oh, no. Of course. Of course. Maybe that's why the PS2 didn't run so great. Maybe it was. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe running. <laughs> maybe that system wasn't built to run for weeks at a time. Just maybe. Shit ain't, ain't got a rest mode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe it was. My- All right. So. <laughs> anyway, guys, unfortunately, I do gotta, I do gotta leave. But thank you so much for having me on, and I'll be talking Absolutely. to you guys soon. Absolutely. Yeah. So, talk to you next week, man. Talk to you later. All right. You guys take care. Uh, Played a lot of NASCAR Thunder 2004 on the GameCube for some reason because my brother got it for a Christmas present and. That game was actually kind of all right. I mean, you want to talk the NASCAR portion. I mean, you want to talk about like weird games I played on GameCube a lot of uh, Monsters Inc. Scream Arena. Yeah, Scream yeah, Arena. Yeah, that's Do- a good game. Yeah. Fucking Monsters Inc. Dodgeball, super good. Uh, oh. Let's see. Didn't DE help with Sonic? I don't know. My original Xbox, however, set on fire. Yes, some of those original Xboxes, if you had certain Xboxes with certain power supplies, they would catch fire. Uh, they actually had a whole lawsuit and a settlement out of court for that. Man, wow. Um, so, um, yeah. What was? What else was there? Like, there was another uh, SSX tricky. Um, yeah, I played that on the Xbox, but yeah, that was on. That was a GameCube game for well, me. Yep. Sure. So yeah, GameCube. Twenty years, bro. A lot of those games still hold up. Um, GameCube was. A hell of a looker at the time, I thought. Um, I thought it, everyone was like, it's so kiddy. I'm like, it looks so fucking cool. What are you talking about? It looks about? good. Yeah, like, what are you talking Especially about? Especially when you watch, like, Melee. Mm-hmm. Metroid Prime still looks great. Like, Metroid Prime yeah. still looks really good. Wind Waker, same thing. By the way, I saw right. this ama- speaking of GameCube, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door gets released. Shigeru Miyamoto. All right, now let's all agree to never be creative again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, posting that in the Discord for everyone. God damn it. Um, uh, shame. Yeah, GameCube was a hell of a system. Uh, what a controller. Yeah, you know, you know, lo- looking what a weird thing. Looking back on that system, like I. Looking back on that generation, like it's really weird to think that like PS2 was such this dominant force when it's the one that I actually have like the least amount of affection for. Like it's the one um, where I look at it and I go like, I love my PS2 and PS2 is great, but like I don't have nearly as many stories or like interesting shit to say about it. I mean, the yeah, like the thing about the PS2 became like everything released on the PS2. So you could just go to the PS2 and play pretty much anything in that generation. Uh, Mm -hmm. In my mind, anyway, the way I, you know, I I took, I went to the PS2 kind of last because, you know, I had access to my brother's GameCube and still I ended up with more PS2 games than the other two. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, that's fair in terms of like stories, like, 
I, I kind of scoffed when you when you said like there's like a lack of personality. I was like, I don't. What do you mean by that? But like, I'm trying to think. Like, I know you had your menu. The the intro thing opened up. I liked that intro thing and the memory card menu and yeah. And then I plugged in the games and played. <coughs> the DVD player thing was neat. Of course, that yes. Oh, no, it was huge. But like, I don't know. It just seemed like this is the video game box versus like GameCube and Xbox have their own. I guess flavor to them. Um, there, there's a flavor specifically with GameCube, as it tends to be with uh, the Nintendo consoles, as they have their own flavor due to just Nintendo being Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Xbox was just being weird because you know Xbox was trying they to find new. its place. They were they were the uh, new kid. I, I think it, I think it is specifically because PS2 became the standard. Like when the PS2 was announced and like rolled out, like that was kind of the standard, even if it wasn't like the most beautiful, you know, graphically, even if it wasn't the most powerful, it just, it did it. And that's what people wanted more than anything. Um, ooh. What? And, uh, yeah. GameCube. What a, what a weird time. All right. Enjoy it. In two months, we'll be talking about the original Xbox. All right. So, Metroid is epic all around. It is. I agree. Oh, Metroid. All right, so, uh, so now to what we've been playing. Uh, I finished Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. The ending is a little abrupt, but otherwise that game is fucking awesome. Great. It's heartfelt, and the art is awesome, and it takes mental illness more seriously in this game. Like, the first game took it seriously, but it, like, was very much still, like, a lot more jokey. Sure. Because, you know, day and time, time and place. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, the uh, music's great, characters are funny, uh, writing is spot on. Gameplay, it is what it is. It's, it's a 2001 to 2008 era platformer with some modern adjustments to be a little easier to play. And improved combat, so, like, mm. don't go into that expecting anything too crazy. Right. Um, but overall, expect, you know, something entertaining. Okay. Um, that sounds good. Overall, five, like, as long as you're not expecting, like, the world from the gameplay, uh, then, yeah, five out of five. Great. I loved it. Cool. Absolutely loved it from start to finish. Um, I think the start you're not going to be as engaged as you... Once you start going into the minds of the older Psychonauts, mm. like the originals, that's when it really pops off. Okay. Um, like, you get, like, a... Like, you get, like, oh, this is what it must be like to handle anxiety or executive decision-making, but in a weird, literal format. Right. Um, and shit like that. Um, Interesting. So yeah, uh, they yeah they nailed it. They really did. Uh, the other game I played was the Artful Escape. Right, you were talking about this. This is the most Aaron video game I've ever played. <laughs> this is like, like if you. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, um, 
I'm going to go over the gameplay first because it's very simple. Okay. It's 2D platformer where you occasionally do a Simon Says music rhythm game or occasionally play music. That's All right. Very Fine. simple. If you die, you almost go exactly back to where you were beforehand. There's a couple of secrets to go find and unlock, but for the most part, that's it. Okay. And then a lot of it is go to a place, talk to people, go to a place, talk to people. Yeah. The story, on the other hand, so you are the nephew of a very famous folk singer. Like, think this world's Bob Dylan. Right, okay. Um, and you're like, I kind of not sure, I'm not sure if I want to be a folk singer. The music I want to make is like a fucking space rock opera. All right. Um, and what happens was, is you go... You know, you go meet the townspeople, and they're like, hey, tomorrow, you better pay a fucking great folk show. You, you remind me so much of your uncle. Blah, 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 blah. And then mm. you go to bed after listening to a record, and you wake up in motherfucking outer space. Great. And you go on this adventure with the light man and set up your rock persona over oh. time. Your space rock persona. You're not realizing this as you do it. You just think you're trying to get back to, like, home eventually and do this show, this rock show. Mm-hmm. But, like, what you're really doing is you say, you know, you help these people and you set up your music. Then you help these other people and you set up your... And, like, you liberate this planet from fashion oppression and you set up your outfit. <clears throat> okay. And, like, you name your character. So, at one point, the game lets you name your character and there's a bunch of names... So like, and it also gives you a, the 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 option to get a, give yourself a background story as well for okay. this for this character you're making that ends up being in a space rock opera mm-hmm. in, in our dimension. In their dimension, it's like a real thing in the sure. space. So like, so like, I ended up being the Almighty Bronson, and it has you <laughs> type in your name. But whenever it okay. says your name, it plays like a guitar riff. Okay, that's fun. Um, nice. So like, I am the Almighty. <laughs> um, cool. And uh, and like, I made it so I was the commander of the heavy metal light brigade from the Cosmic Extraordinary in outer space. All right. Um, that's a good name. And yeah, I and like I gave myself a red and white outfit that looked dope as fuck. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, like uh, you have so many costume options once the game gives you your costume stuff. Wow. Um, Like for color. Well, there's not a whole lot of options for clothing, but they're like because of the color options there are. Okay. Um, And yeah, you just go through the story mode. It's about four to five hours long, mm-hmm. and I had a fucking blast with it. That sounds great. Yeah, like I and and the art is fucking incredible. Do not, do, I'm not sure if you should do this high or not, but <laughs> but like it's the 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 fucking art is incredible. It's mm. like it just like the entire time I'm playing it, it's just jaw droppingly gorgeous. Nice. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, and like Carl Weathers is in it. <laughs> sure, okay. 
Yeah, no, I saw that there was a like a ridiculous cast attached to this yeah, game. Yeah, they they got a legit cast. Um, like I yeah, uh, Michael Johnston, Caroline Kinley, Lena Headey, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, and Carl Weathers. All right. Yeah, on the eve, of, so I'll give you the description of the game pass. On the eve of his first performance, Francis Vendetti struggles with the legacy of a dead folk legend and the cosmic wanderings of his own imagination. In an attempt to escape the musical legacy of his uncle, a teenage guitar prodigy, embarks on a psychedelic journey to inspire his new stage persona, searching for who he isn't in an adventure spanning stolen opera houses, melodic alien landscapes, and the impossible depths of the cosmic extraordinary. All right, that sounds fun. Oh, dude, it was so, and it's actually fairly easy achievements too. I think I finished with like seven twenty when I was done. Okay. Um, yeah, that's nice. That game's awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's like if you want to experience like a fucking legit rock opera and see some amazing art and visuals and music, go check it out. Okay. Like uh, on the I, short list, I yeah, that bumped that up. Like I, I would yeah. say, like it got bumped up to me. I was like, no more heroes, death loop. And then like I gave it a shot, and I felt the need to beat it like two sittings. So, <laughs> wow, um, cool! I'm excited. Other than those two, started Final Fantasy and Death Loop. Can't really say much more because I played so little. Right, right. What about you? Okay. No, no more heroes three. Uh, I'm making progress through Travis Strikes Again. I'm working on it. I want to get through it. It's very important to me that I get through it. All right, go go on though. So not not, not much there. Uh, let's see what else have I been doing. Uh, Final Fantasy 14, man. Oh, let me let me show you this thing I got for my birthday. Oh, um, for your birthdays. I'm I'm gonna see if this shows up. If I can get this right. Look at this fucking thing that, that thing I got. Thing looks cool, whatever it is. It's it's an MMO type of mouse thing. You got oh. a little joystick here. Oh, and then like twenty two buttons up here. Oh, David has one of those. It's ridiculous, so just, and it's a learning curve. Are are you just hotkeying everything there? Just that's what I'm trying to do. So it's it's being it's actually more difficult doing that than I had hopes again th- oh, what this what's that we got a comment in the chat for you happy birthday hey you. thank you nasty boots yeah so this was my big this is my big birthday present and uh it was because i thought i'm eventually going to learn all of the jobs in final fantasy and it's eventually going to get down to like specifically healer was what i was thinking about it's like i want to be able to just tap a button and go now the reason, the big reason I made this switch was because on the controller, again, the controller trigger system is fantastic, where you hold L or hold R or do RL or LR or LL and then RR, and you get access to eight buttons each mm-hmm. time you did that. And it's fantastic. Um, but you can't target worth a damn uh, unless I like mess with some uh, controls. I don't know. There's something I could probably do. Um, but I just have not figured it out yet. So targeting sucks. Now, when you're a DPS or a tank, that's not as huge a deal. But for healer, when I need to move around and heal my allies, it can be rather difficult to cycle through things. Um, 
So I thought, all right, I'm going to get this. This way I can aim with my mouse, select the thing I need to hit and, and do that. That'll be good. And I've been messing around with it off and on for about a week. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Trying to figure out how exactly to assign keys uh, has been interesting because one of the keys I've turned into a control that way I can hold control and then like it opens up the other 21 keys to a whole new set of buttons. Um, so I have a lot of buttons at my disposal right here, uh, but it's been a learning adjustment because I've been playing this game for the last year and a half on a controller. <laughs> so I don't uh, know how you do it. I just like, I can't, I can't. It's, I can't. it's awesome. Like it is again, it's just, you have trouble targeting, but otherwise it's great. I would, um, I would, I've tried, and just every single time, I just get so fucking frustrated. Like, <laughs> it's not even, like, worth the trouble. Sure. Um, um, you know, and, and what I've realized is by putting everything over here, really, what that turns the mouse into is uh, camera and then targeting. And then otherwise, you're not really doing much uh, with that hand, except I have buttons over here. So I may do, like, some specific buttons on this side. Because okay. uh, I, I, that's something I recognize now that I'm doing this is like keyboard and mouse. What everyone's doing is just clicking on the actions um, rather than trying to macro them or whatever. Not um, the case in World of Warcraft, but OK. I don't uh, know what I've been watching of, of what few MMO streamers I've been seeing. Uh, but most most WoW players I know are most definitely not clickers. Really? Uh, they, they, they macro everything to the keyboard or their weird mini keyboard, and then they use the mouse for camera control. And targeting? Okay. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, I, there's still a lot that I'm figuring out, but uh, yeah, I'm doing this at the same time, because again, like Final Fantasy is just my life right now. Uh, I can see that. I see, yeah. I see it every time I log in to my computer or Xbox Live, and I scroll through my friends list to see, like, do I want to play with anyone today? And just every single time, Radley Duder, Final Fantasy. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's... I've got a lot to do. That's the thing. Is there's a lot for me to do in this game still. There's a lot I need to do to get set up for the story of Endwalker. Um, I'm also... The other thing I'm trying to do is I want to be... Uh, I want to level a tank so that I can tank through the new expansion, which I'm really excited about. Because um, I've been DPSing all the way through this. I have I was making good progress until game season hit, and then it was just like, ha-ha! Yeah, no, now you have a bunch of games that are going to keep you occupied for a couple months, probably. And, and, and then, on, and then uh, on top of that, also, like, the, the recent uh, injury thing. Yeah, like, that doesn't help. Has made it so, like, sitting at a computer desk for a long period of time completely yep. sucks ass yep yep <laughs> so both of those things combined were like which like people who are watching the video pro version of this notice i'm a lot more laid back today mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes and that's literally. why literally laid back not like <laughs> not like literally i am choosing to sit back in the chair versus not yeah yep. so uh, not like StarCraft players, then? Uh, yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I actually have not seen many StarCraft players uh, in recent years, to be quite honest with you. Uh, so I cannot vouch for that. Um, but 
yeah, that's what I've been up to gameplay wise. I'm trying to work slowly through Travis Strikes again because I want to get to know my heroes three. But um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm learning how to tank. I'm learning how to uh, I'm, I'm learning to, uh, playing through some certain critical content to know before the next expansion comes out. And I've got two months to do it all. I so you want to hear something really funny? I mm. played. I watched the opening cutscene to No More Heroes three last night. Okay. And then it, it goes. It cuts to Travis sitting mm. in his armchair, like his chair, like this, in front of the TV, half yeah. passed out, and on his, <laughs> on his leg, on his right leg, it looked like tenso grip. For those of you who don't, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what tenso grip is. It's something that I use for uh, like with to help with like compression to like help blood flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend it to most people actually. It's it, you'll feel good, feel good okay. today, especially, nice. especially if you walk a lot. Right. If, if you walk a lot or you sit a lot, mm. one of the two. And I sit a lot because of my job. Um, it just helps like blood flow, dude. You walk. You walk a lot. Um, so at first they recommended me compression socks, but those hurt like a lot. Uh, and then I was, and when I was in the last time I was in the yard, the lady's like, oh, well, if they hurt, just buy tenso grip off Amazon. It's like six, <laughs> it's like 60 bucks for like a giant roll that you cut. And then like once the elastic on it runs out, just cut another leg worth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But they recommend compression socks first. No, they recommend. So. They did recommend compression socks at first, but even really loose compression socks literally hurt me. Right for you specifically, yes. I'm I'm yep. saying as someone who's like considering this, like for should you, I go compression for, socks? Yeah, first? for you, you're someone who's normal size. You probably just get a decent pair of compression socks. Yeah, and be fine. Yeah, but me, I got big ass tree trunk legs. Right, and like literally, like literally, the the it felt like the socks were painted on. And it uh, like, too. like you pulled them off and like I had a small cut on my leg and it just like <laughs> rips the scab off because of how tight they were. Man. Oh Lord, it was it was uh Alright. Uh, um well so that so that's it for me. So I actually need to use the restroom real quick, but I think we have a couple more things to talk about MMO wise. We have a couple MMO things and we have a couple more GameCube things from the audience. Hey, oh, guys, cool. yeah. comment your favorite GameCube memories and GameCube stuff. Uh, Aaron and I got to take a quick five. Let's take a break. Boop. All right, we're back. We are back. So what is this Final Fantasy news? So F- Square Enix had a live letter event. Uh, this is when they dump a bunch of information about what's coming up in Final Fantasy. And uh, this one was a biggie. Because it was talking about job and battle adjustments. Uh, so this is when they they show off. They they release a twenty minute trailer. I think it's like nineteen minutes or something like that. Of uh, what changes they are making to each of the uh, jobs, and some of them are are small, and some of them are very big, and two of them are brand new. Uh, so let's see. I just want to pull up real quick. Uh, I can't speak much to um some of these because i just have not been playing these but uh some of them have been big some of them have been small paladins and warriors have gotten some big pushes a lot of it's been like trying to uh 
make their uh, rotations a little easier while adding new stuff on top of it. That's kind of like the standard thing you do. Uh, Monk got a little reworked. Uh, the big thing was Summoner. Summoner got like changed ridiculously. Apparently, they have a um, reputation of uh, changing drastically every expansion, and that is exactly the case here. Um, the change with Summoner now is really funny, especially, Bronson, you've played a Realm Reborn. I have. Uh, Scions of the Seventh Dawn have one big purpose, mm-hmm. and that is to stop the summoning of primals. Mm-hmm. The update to Summoner is you now can summon a little mini Ifrit or Titan or Garuda to your help. That sounds amazing and like I want to play that class. Also, it's, yeah. also you should tell Ray. Part of the reason Ray likes liked World of Warcraft so much is pet mm. classes. And he was very sad to find out Final Fantasy didn't have one. Like Summoner is technically one, but yeah. But you uh, need a more more traditional pet class, I should say. Sure, sure. <clears throat> um and yeah, so I just love the idea of like summoning a primal and then like the rest of the signs being like, What the fuck are you doing? We we just we just spent eighty fucking levels fighting this shit. What are you alright. So <laughs> anyway, it looks fun. Everyone's really psyched about Summoner. Poor, uh, where is it? Scholar. Poor Scholar got like almost nothing. Like their big update was, uh, they have, uh, what's called Battle Peloton, which means that they have like a AOE sprint ability that mm-hmm. means they can run a little bit faster. So everyone got a bunch of moves where like they hit a button and they zoom right towards the boss. And then Scholar is like, press W. There you go. There's your, there's your, Closing on the enemy button. Anything, um, uh, anything for my boy Black Mage? So let me pull up Black Mage here. Uh, Black Mage, Enochian. Do you know the name of that ability? Ino- okay, Enochian will become a trait that is automatically applied while under the effect of Astral Fire or Umbral Ice. Under certain conditions, swapping between Astral Fire and Umbral Ice will make new actions available, including one flashy action that looks like a combination of fire and ice. Similar to Samurai, they wanted the image of this job to be that of a pure damage dealer. Uh, it was hard to grasp for new players. Dusting to be black. Da, da, da. Proc for Fire 4 and Thunder has been extended so that it helps with the Black Mage's rotation. There are additional repeated steps in the rotation, so this was adjusted accordingly. Fire 2 and Blizzard 2 will have one more step, so your AoE rotation will change. Uh, it's difficult with the Raga nomenclature. Uh, what? Oh, okay, they debated. That's right. So this was the most interesting thing is they needed to create more fire and thunder abilities, and like the Final Fantasy lore didn't have enough, so they had to go to the Fire Fantasy Final Fantasy brand committee to like try and figure out a new <laughs> name for like a high level one of these. And apparently, what happened was they gave Yoshi P, the guy who's in charge, they gave him like you can do do whatever. We trust you. And then on stream, he said, and then I got like really like nervous and so i just said hi firaka <laughs> he says maybe next time they have to do something they'll they'll try to do something more ambitious but he's firaga ga 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 yeah exactly which was that was a funny story um black mage has another action with an additional charge to clarify sharp cast has an additional charge these adjustments are in line with adjusting with the overall battle tempo and then the video for black mage like i don't know what's old and what's new all i know is there are lots of explosions 
oh god there were explosions everywhere um the change to red mage was pretty cool uh they made uh the costs of melee or just actions in general you know shorter uh they added a, a final bit at the end that's just like this incredible like a tunnel of roses that you shoot through and um i'm gonna be transferring from red, red mage i want to try and main something else but man they made red mage seem super fucking cool um so we'll see dark knight actually did not get very much but that's the one i'm gonna be switching to because i haven't played it at level 80 yet that, so i don't get to be sad about it that's the one that i am also gonna be playing for my tank yeah yeah looks good um sage is a new one which is a a shield uh healer now they, they have two shield healers and two pure healers um and looks damn cool I, everyone is saying the sound effects are very gundam huh. uh which i have not watched enough gundam to know but i do know that the sound effects are very good um fair enough and then uh reaper which there it is uh reaper is the new melee dps class and uh looks very technical including a move that uh creates a portal that you can jump forward in and then you can jump back through that portal and vice versa um and there's a there's a bunch of yeah you're keeping track of meters and anyway it's supposed to be this seem reaper seems to be a pretty technical class but it's also a very cool ass class a very bloodborne inspired looking class but also the colors are like red and teal so like kind of devil may cry Mm. um it i intend to play reaper at some point that looks very cool uh battle adjustments uh let's see let's look through this list here uh parties will include one healer and one barrier healer i assume that's for like raids and shit um Let's see. Da, 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 da. Duty reward adjustments, high end raids, blah, blah, blah. We'll now drop gear and accessories, blah, blah, blah. Stuff that's not going to apply to either of us because we're not at like end game, you know? Mm. Um, let's see here. Do do conditional enhancements. Press action button again to place target circle, prevent cursor from moving beyond ground targeting range. Apparently, a lot of Guild Wars 2 people are happy about that. <laughs> that's something that they could do, I guess. Um, display party members target when casting. This is awesome. I love this because as a red mage, I have the ability to revive people. Uh, but like healers are supposed to be the ones reviving, so you can't really tell if the healer is on it or if they're being overwhelmed. So sometimes you'll like both try to res at the same time, and only one counts, and the other one wastes their mana. Uh, and now hopefully you can be like, all right, if he's not. And if, if they swift cast it or something, then it's then you're fucked. But um, or insta cast rather. Uh, but if they like try to hard cast a revive, you can see, and that is helpful. Um, health bars will be displayed even when compa- incapacitated. This was previously available through the always display setting, but now it'll just be the default uh, when HP is below 100 setting as well. Um, okay. Reason for that is because people would be dead. And then you would leave them because you can't see that they're dead. <laughs> like, ah, shit. Okay. Um, belts will no longer be equipable. We knew this. They're getting rid of belts because they were you couldn't see them. And they just added another stat thing. It's like, why are we doing this? Get rid of it. Uh-huh. Um, so that's good. Uh, let's see. Let's go down here. Yes, downscaling values. This has been a big one. They've been talking about this. Uh, 
the the numbers are getting too high. So yep. World of Warcraft had to, has had to do that three times. Three times, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, this getting, is their first time. Yeah, you guys are getting a stat squish. Yep. Uh, everything, everything in terms of numbers, uh, potency of meals, medicine and material will also be reduced accordingly. Adjustments, adjustments to maintain balance with consideration for downscaling of various systems. Um, let's see. EXP gains will be downscaled. Additionally, EXP previously earned from standard dungeon enemies will now be earned from dungeon bosses. Um, which people were really excited about that, but I don't. I've not been pl- been running enough to know the significance of it, but like long time Final Fantasy fourteen people are like cool, awesome. Uh, they're removing high quality items. Uh, well, certain items will no longer be. Um, you love hate the XP change, John. Um, oh, you miss regions and WoW. Um, I can't speak to that. Ah, hmm. I don't know mm. how I feel about that because it does like it drastically affects crafting in a big way. The EXP mm-hmm. change I'm fine with, mainly just because like, dude, before the st- the most recent squish, we were level 120, mm. and like doing like, like some of my abilities were hitting for like 100,000, mm-hmm. and it just got fucking ridiculous. Yep. Numbers are crazy. Numbers are are getting up there, and the computers are like, can we not? (laughs) So, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, getting rid of high-quality items, honestly, that's fine. I've been having to... I've been, during this podcast, trying to farm for high-quality items, and it's a pain in the ass, and it fills up your inventory, because they have to be two different things. There's your regular, and then there's your high-quality for a bunch of different items. Like, uh, god damn it. I will say that, let's see... Can you post your sleeve and disc? It looks interesting. Oh, my my sleeve? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I could take some pictures. I'm going to I'm going to schedule a third appointment here soon, so we'll see how far we get. This is going to be the most painful portion. But. And then and then I remember Vanilla World of Warcraft in which like the cap was 60 and like if you were a really badass damage dealer, you were doing 1000. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. Um, teleportation updates. Uh, there will no longer be uh, a 9.99 gil cap for uh, teleporting. So it some some place some teleporting some places are going to be expensive. Some are not. Uh, what's interesting though is that they have a calculation um, where uh, some it's cheaper. You know when the location you're teleporting to is nearer to you than ones that are far, which, you know, makes sense. But now it means, like, all right, how... Are, you have to, like, kind of have an idea of the map to have the cheapest <laughs> teleportation. But I don't know. If you're earning Gil, which you should be, some way or some form, if you're... Mm-hmm. Once you're done with the main story, you gotta find a way to, like, sell items or some shit. Mm. Uh, though you can coast, like I'm coasting right now on what what Gil I do have. Also, Gold Saucer just gives shit out. Also, know. also... Maybe they could implement a token that you spend real life twenty dollars on and sell in the marketplace. Uh-huh. And that gives you in-game gold. Because someone just needs their game time but has plenty of gold. And mm. I promise you that bot farmers and Chinese gold farmers will not take advantage of this. I mean gill farmers. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I promise you. That's so? You promise? I promise. Mm. Okay. We, we as a community, we as the developer know better than you. <laughs> we promise. Uh, anyway. What's really that, funny is everyone's speculating because the because the last place you go to, hmm. um, at least as far as we can tell in this new expansion, is the fucking moon. And so, <laughs> people, someone calculated based on the the gill changes between areas, because uh, the areas of this world kind of very roughly, very very roughly mirror the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they calculated, they tried to calculate based on what it was based on and then how much it would cost to travel to the moon and it was like it was a ridiculous amount of money man don't, don't be going to the moon lightly vanilla tanks though i was a vanilla tank shit was easy like <laughs> most of the time anyway you fucking you go to boss you tell everyone to stop dpsing for like five seconds fucking you mash sunder and heroic strike and then all right cool you have threat the rest of the fight Mm-hmm. I was told that I was playing with my friend last night, and they they tank on like ultimate raids. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like, "Tank is stupid easy. Here, we're gonna go into some random thing. I'm gonna show you." And it's like, "All right, yeah, you point your enemies away from everyone else. You have a bunch of buttons that, like, as long as you're hitting them, you're automatically getting aggro. All right, just keep, just make sure everyone's on you." And sit there and hit shit. See, uh, and you're good. See, current Warcraft tanking is terrifying. Oh, great. It's fucking like, oh my god. I remember there's this fucking boss in Castle Nathria where it's like, okay, so the first phase, there's the instructor and two gargoyles. These two gargoyles need to be fucking opposite each other and far away from each other as possible. Alright, one gargoyle's gonna die, another one's gonna get summoned. You need to pick him up and keep him at a range where he can still use his ability, but also far enough range to where this dude isn't doing anything. You also need to keep it away from the rest of the raid group. Alright, once that one's dead, you're gonna pick up the last one, and then the main boss is gonna go fucking ape shit because all of his dogs are dying, and the room is gonna start to collapse... So you need to not stand in shit while kiting this bear around the room while the main tank is kiting the boss. Fun. Jesus. Now, this goes back to, like, retail World of Warcraft's raids are the bomb diggity. But it's everything else about the game that's shit. I see. Um, Okay. It was a cakewalk till cat. What do you mean by cat? Oh, Cataclysm. Uh, Cataclysm. I. Cataclysm tanking got later, got easier later, and also scaled with gear really well. So once you got geared, it wasn't nearly as bad. Hmm. Um. So what else from Final Fantasy? So, so last thing I'll talk about here, um, which, uh, is a little bit of a bummer, but, uh, it looks like it's not. Uh, too far off, which is due to the urgent need to address server congestion, the data center travel system is scheduled for implementation after 6.0. Uh, 
So that will not be immediately available upon the expansion's release, which is a bummer, but I understand, like, yeah, a lot of people jumped in, like, more people are playing than ever before, and that number continues to grow. Um, They got to figure it out. So it's a bummer. I will probably end up playing through this story before they uh, uh, implement it, which is fine. And But the moment we can, it's going to be a good time. As long as it works the way I hope it does. Um, it's I mean, data center travel system. It's, it's right there in the name. Hopefully it does. So yeah, uh, that's what that's what's going on right now. Lots, lots of things are, are happening. Uh, big changes, little changes among the jobs. Uh, making it interesting. So now Final Fantasy XIV people are picking their who they're going to main right now. And I'm leaning Dark Knight. I'm still not certain, but I'm leaning Dark Knight. Black, well, Black Mage forever. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> hmm? of all teams to do it, why the Oakland Raiders got to fuck me out of fifteen hundred dollars? <laughs> I knew- what happens? Okay, so I bet a parlay. I threw fifteen dollars on a parlay ticket, right? Right. And every game I've been right so far within the point spread. Except, I thought the Raiders on a short week, after an emotional game against the Ravens, would fucking go to Pittsburgh and suck. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh needed to win by six. They're losing by nine. Wow! How much time's left? Eight minutes. It's, it's so the uh, might as not even every yeah, other no. morning game I got right. The Broncos are kicking the shit out of the Jaguars. <laughs> the Patriots kick the shit out of the Jets. The fucking uh, Rams and Indy is tied. Uh, as long as the Indy loses by a field goal or wins, would be good. Um, and then I don't know how the Chiefs are doing tonight yet, of course. Um, right. Or the Seahawks. Yeah. But, of right. course, it doesn't matter to me that because I got fucked by the Raiders. <laughs> God damn it. Raiders are a weird one. Well, I I said that you know, and you know. To be fair, I like I thought the fucking Raiders' offensive line is fucking garbage. Steelers have a great fucking defense, and steal the Raiders are on a short week. But of course, they come out and they actually give a shit. <laughs> fucking goddamn! Uh, What's the fucking stat line this game look like? Yeah. Why am I getting What's screwed? my current mattress like? Look at that big old dip. Look at that dip. God, big thing it. mattress has been amazing. Fucking ad for Very mattress. Oh, uh, that's why. Hmm. Um, Derek Carr is tearing them a new asshole. Oh. He is wow. just like, they have two sacks. It does not matter because they're like just 357 yards and two TDs. Okay. Does Ugh. not does not help that the Steelers' run game is also shit right now. Yeah. So, all right, that's Final Fantasy. Um, that's Final Fantasy. On the WoW end of things, um, so they uh, recently went in and they updated a bunch of paintings in-game to be less sexy. So, one with cleavage, a lot of, has, a, has a corset on, naked lady is now a bowl of fruit. <laughs> that okay. one got asthma gold cracking up just like well we can't be sexist to women if there are no women <laughs> yeah alright bowl of fruit enjoy 
bowl of fruit. Um, so retail added the uh, retail and the PTR has a thing going on where it's the uh, where they're adding time walking for Legion. They have a bunch of unlockables. They are bringing back the Mage Tower, which is kind of like this roguelite progression thing um, mm. for up to three players. For no, that no, sorry, that's everything. Solo. This is a solo one. It has a bunch of new unlockables with it, and they're adding Mythic Plus for Time Walking and Legion as well. The community okay. is, of course, over the moon for this, along yeah. with a bunch of quality of life changes once again for the current game. Mm. Which this goes back to. The f- like 9.1.5 might be the biggest .1.5 in the history of this game. Like, like I almost want to label as like patch 9.1.5. We're sorry. <laughs> um, right. And tier five and the new raid tier for um, classic just came out, and they are doing the pre-nerf versions of it. So like this is the this is the OG like because these bosses did not get killed back in the day before they were nerfed they had to be nerfed no one right. killed them before uh, that is not the case now uh, a bunch of guilds already got them salad bakers and beef bar both got to each of them individually but the guild that killed them both first was uh was a EU guild known as Progress. Okay. So, but and both of them killed within uh 3 days of them being out. <laughs> so, wow. All right. That said, the rest of the community is not having as easy of a time with this. Hmm. Uh Asmogold and his posse in fact had to uh, and the highlights his highlights this week ended up posting a fail compilation of it. Um, Great. So, so uh, there you go. The the challenge is apparently back in classic. A big fucking complaint of um, a big big complaint of of uh, classic and TBC classic in particular has been the uh, lack of challenge. Mm, right. And this uh, seems to have uh, this seems to have taken care of that. Yeah, I At guess. In this, so okay, yeah, this no, it's uh, it's been pretty savage. I know that I've been hearing okay. guilds well, talk about how like they can barely down the first boss point, of Tempest Keep. Them a favor. True. Damn. Oh, like, it's like somebody gets kicked out of the raid. It's like ah yes, the sweet release of death. Uh, so um, in fact, Blizzard actually had to put out a blue post. Saying these are the pre-release nerf. This is the this is the pre-nerf uh, patch uh, work version of these bosses. These are not bugs, and they had to literally <laughs> put out a list of this is not a bug. Scalding water is able to pierce immunities. Fathom lurker is immune to banish. Alar will do normal melee hits out of its charge. Alar will spawn zero to three adds during the encounter. And there are six total locations a lark can fly to during phase one. So, uh, a lot of people who back in the day cleared these at once 2.1 hit and other stuff hit are having trouble because this is once again pre nerf land. Fun. Isn't, isn't progress and org 
and org. Uh, and org. I'm not sure. It should be labeled here as this month's sub back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I need more proof that they're not going to be giant dickheads. But the way they've been treating Classic, the way they've been um, handling a retail with 9.1.5, if I can get like a solid like two to three more patches like this, and the next expansion looks great, I'll, I'll hop on. But, All right. Uh, Blizzard, I, I got my eye on you. Good start. Keep it up. Uh-huh. The development team, not your terrible fucking office prowl. Your yeah. terrible, yeah. And that's more of an Activision thing, but anyway, so... Uh, all right, guys, we're gonna, we wrapped up asking for comments what your favorite GameCube memories are and whatnot. So mm-hmm. if you got comments about the GameCube in the chat, uh, by all means, get in there. Get, uh, as for the comments we did get on the Discord, Smash and Soul Calibur on the GameCube where I found my love of competing in fighting games. I dropped Smash qu- pretty quickly, party game, lol, but played Soul Calibur a lot at Locals. And even though Marvel 3 really opened that door to me and drove me to competing at Majors, I credit the GameCube for my taste of the competitive scene. And who was that? That was H.R. Ninja. Nice. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. That's cool. It's a good memory. That is a good memory. Ethan has two. I got mine for my 10th birthday because I'd never had a Dreamcast. The GameCube was my port of entry to some of the genuine great Sega titles. It introduced me my favorite Fire Emblem titles, was a great home for customizable robot games, really horrified me from Turtle Darkness, had some insane RPGs. Uh, also, my little brother uh, killed my GameCube by stuffing an entire peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the dish tray. I wouldn't have another GameCube until I married my wife and she came with one. There's nothing like playing Game Boy Advance tells you the Game Boy player worked really well most of the time and made other games look like trash. When I had my tonsils removed, I had a terrible reaction to the meds they gave me. My grandma and my mom had to pay to take them. Had to pay me to take them. I ended up buying Wind Waker <laughs> Link to the Past for the Game Boy Advance with that money. Jesus. Wow. Um don't put sandwiches in your consoles. Don't do that. That's bad. It's a bad thing. Spill an entire Coke on your Wii instead. There you go. <laughs> That's what I did. Man. I had, yeah, no, I had a, so I had a, so this is back when I had all the, in my, my childhood bedroom. Uh, this is long, this is year two, uh, two years before I met you or a year before I met you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had just gotten a Wii as a belated Christmas gift. Because we weren't, my mom wasn't able to find one in Christmas, but she found one in early February. Sure. And she's just like, hey, I gave you, here's, I, you have that $250 gift card, right? She's like, great, I'm taking it to GameStop. And she ends up picking up a Wii, and then I give her my Christmas money that I had on hand, and Madden, and they didn't have Zelda, so she just set that money aside. But she picked herself up a game. Oh. Called Super Swing Golf. Yeah. So my mom, so I played a bunch of Madden and Wii Sports, and then that weekend I went down to Blockbuster and picked up Zelda and had a great time with it. But um, what happened was is I had a Coke on top of the dresser. It tipped over, and I caught it, and but it poured all over the Wii. It thankfully wasn't running. I cleaned out as much of it as I could. Um and that is, and the only problem with it is one of the buttons just sticks. 
eh, even now, like we busted that thing out like a year ago because uh, someone wanted to play something on it and it worked fine. All right. Hey, so, it survived. Yep. Uh, all my other consoles have been treated like fucking angels. Like my N64 still works perfectly. Um, sure. You know, like all my old systems still work. I'm trying to think if there's anything else about GameCube that really stands out for me. Um, like I said, yeah, just having those arguments back in the day of just like, like everyone, the other two systems were so like edgy and adult, and mm-hmm. like this is what this is now. That like, if you were a Nintendo fan, you were like, okay, but what about good video games? Sure, like, that's what I'm here for. I don't really give a shit if it like. Like, like people still watch Disney as adults, mm-hmm. and that is cartoony. What's what's the problem here? Right, then so, there isn't. It's just teens. It, it was teens. yeah, well yeah, it was just a stigma of the time, you know, and just you know, like Zelda. <laughs> John in chat says Super Mario Sunshine for the win and Twin Snakes. Yep, yep, both were awesome yep. games. You know, and then like Paper Mario was dope. It just came out too late in the system's life. Like mm, right. I like like you look like you wanted to talk about like Holiday 04 for the GameCube. Mm. You know, where it was just like they put out Paper Mario and they put out Metroid Prime 2, but no one gave a shit. Yeah. No one cared because the X the fucking uh Xbox was getting Halo 2 and the PS2 was getting San Andreas and Metal Gear 3, and the PC, Half-Life 2, and World of Warcraft. So even though those two games were brilliant, no one gave a shit. Yeah, and, you know, to say what you want, like, GameCube has some great stuff, but when you consider some of the stuff that was coming out at the time on other consoles, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, no, and then, like, 2005 would hit, the GameCube practically got nothing, because, like, Nintendo was very much planning for the future. Yeah, like they realized lost cause, you mm-hmm. know, um, and you know, and good on them because the Wii and the, the Wii arguably has a stronger library than the GameCube, um, especially if you talk about just Nintendo games, right? Yeah, um, but it, you know, and obviously the Wii paid off for them financially in a big, big way that the other systems you know didn't, um. To be honest, my fave PS2 game is a Frogger, The Great Quest, and that was about it huh. uh, until Resistance on the PS3. All right. Uh, Resistance was good. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. Hey, Okami. Okami was dope on the PS2. Remember Okami? Oh, yeah, it was on the PS2 as well. Sorry, um, I forgot both them and Beautiful Joe also was on the PS2. Um, I remember... Oh, I actually have a funny Resident Evil 5 st- or Resident Evil 4 story. I didn't really want to play that game. I just... Horror aesthetic even then was not my jam. Sure. But it was just like getting all these rave reviews. And my friend Stuart would not shut up about it. (laughs) He would just not. Just would not. Like, it's the best game I've ever played. And I'm like, fine. I will borrow it. And this Mm -hmm. is like a year after the game came out. And I played through it and I really enjoyed it. And I'm like, hey man, do you want your game back? Hey man, do you want your game back? Hey, I brought your game. He's like, yeah, I'll get it later. And like, I kept, I kept trying, but like, it, but then it just, it never happened. Like, I ended, and 
that's how I got a copy, uh, own a physical copy of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Cause I that's kept, a good way to do it. You know, not my fault. I tried. Yeah, no. You tried. And, like, I brought that shit to him, and he was like, I don't have a bag right now. And I was like... Okay. Yeah, like, okay then, fine. Um, so... Anyway, guys, uh, this has been a fun week. Yeah. Uh, love you. You're all beautiful people. We'll be back on, hopefully, if I'm feeling good, we'll be back Thursday. All right. That's, that's Sounds the, good. Right now, Thursdays are week to week uh, with Bronson Elf. Man, be safe. Love you, too. But uh, if I'm not feeling great, we'll be back Friday with the NFL Pick'em. Um, I'm going to stare at this Raiders game mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck All right. Bye guys. We love you. See you later.